daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, all here as Team Rick and Bubba rolls for another hour. Ash Brown Hero, Rick and Bubba intern, taking phone calls. We'll get to your phone calls this hour on any topic that you want to talk about. And we welcome back Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Coming up next hour, we'll talk with uh, Coach Gene Chizik uh, of ESPN and uh, we'll talk about the big game coming up this weekend. So think about this. Think about the state of Alabama, which is our home state for those of you that don't know that. Um, and so the, the, the biggest game in college football uh, is, is coming to Alabama this weekend. ESPN Game Day's going there. SEC Nation's going there. The president is now going there. And then Don Jr. does a book signing there tonight in Alabama. I mean, it's like Alabama has just been turned upside down. Uh, Coach Saban was asked about uh, the president attending the game, and he just simply said, well, it's an honor to, to be in a game that's big enough that the president of the United States wants to come see it. Uh, don't forget the Rick and Bubba Challenge is in play. Uh, for this Saturday, and 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 this year we decided let's let's give two people a shot at five hundred dollars a piece, and so we go with the two best signs and most prominent that get, that are covered on game day. You must document that coverage. We'll try to watch ourselves, but you need to document that and get it to us. And then uh, if we see you know multiple signs that were equally prominent, we'll go with the two most creative, five hundred dollars each. How about that? But but prominence it's is such the, a big is, game. There's gonna be two prizes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like I said, you can have a great sign, but if it doesn't get on game day, then you're already out. And and I've seen some of the ideas people are shooting us in email. They really look good. They do. They do look good. So, uh, so anyway, we, we did interview Don Jr. last hour. If uh, you received the Rick and Bubba show in a way that you haven't heard that yet, it's coming up. Uh, if you're a person who goes to the archives, uh, that would have been your archive. Um, if you look at our archives on the podcast channel, it would be hour number two, counting the kickoff hour. Uh, and, uh, and then also you get on our, on our YouTube uh, archive as well, so you can go back and grab that. Um, so well, yeah, we were looking at other political news. You saw where um, uh, Jeff Sessions was part of the cancel culture. It's hard to say. Yeah. Can we call that something yeah, else? Yeah, I, I know. like something else. Please. The, the cancel culture. Let's all say it. Cancel culture. Uh, and he was run out of Northwestern, and which is, which is a shame. Uh, but Speedy just showed me, it looks like it's breaking now, that he has announced that he will go back and try to get his Senate seat back. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're expecting him to announce yeah. that today. I think yeah. he has to qualify. So, um, you know, and, and there's been a lot of talk about that. I, I have the utmost respect for Jeff Sessions. We've known him a long time. I think he's a fine man. I just don't know that this is a good move right now. I don't know. I'm just I'm, – I'm a little leery of it. Well, there's the the field. The bottom line for those of you that don't know, because I know a lot of times I certainly don't keep up with the state politics that much in other states, you know, until it becomes a big story. But uh, you know, for for our state, you know, we lost a Senate seat to a Democrat, Doug Jones, Dougie Fresh, and uh, the dynamic Dougie Fresh Jones, and and he kind of found a way to, which has happened in the past for both parties in our state. You get the party fighting amongst themselves, and somebody right. just rolls in and says, "Well, everybody just come over and vote for me." Right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. It happens a lot. I'm not. I'm, lot. I'm not in the middle of all that, and and so a lot of people are now stepping into the ring to try to get that Senate seat back, and they all stepped into the ring under the notion that Jeff Sessions would not come back and try to reclaim it. Right. Well, right. N- well, now, now, now he's going to. I want you to think about if you've been out there spending money. Oh, I know. And you, you've been running that uh, that race, saying, "Well, I'm going to get it back for the Republicans," and I and I'm the guy. 
And, uh, you know, we're familiar with most everybody that's trying to get it, and, and it's, a, it's a good field. There, there seem to be you – know, A lot of good, a lot it, of good folks running. Right. And, uh, but now, now if Jeff Sessions comes back in, does he does – How immedi- does that change it? Does he immediately become the familiar front runner because Alabamians are like, well, he did a good job when he was there before. Like I said, we've known him since he was attorney general, done events with him. We've had him on the show several times. Uh, he, even, he even quoted us uh, on the floor of the Senate, mm-hmm. uh, which I really appreciate. And, uh, but you know, I, I really would love to see him in a judge role and, you know, even on the Supreme court eventually, I think he would really, really be good at that. I just don't know if this is the place to go back now at this time. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm a little torn on the whole thing and I'm a Jeff Sessions fan. Well, three sources say he plans to announce today, as y'all mentioned with multiple sources saying it will be this evening on Fox news. So we'll see. He's hired a, uh, a on message, which is a consulting firm for campaigns, and they had no comment. Uh, but that's just the leaks that are coming out. Well, let, let's talk about this for <laughs> a minute. You're talking about a strong guy. If we had him on the Supreme Court, would be awesome. Yeah, well, awesome. Again, let's and, and we've said it I, now. Who believes in the law? Certainly, yeah. we do not know Jeff Session personally that well. Right. We've just interacted with him a lot, in, in the very. You know, like on the show, and like you said, he's made some quotes, and we certainly think he did a good job as the senator. So, did everybody hear that? Let's take that and put that over here. Okay, so that goes over here. Uh, that that's established. We got no. We're not anti Jeff Sessions. Okay, but which is a smelly subject. Um, you, I have to think. Does and I can't pretend to know his intentions. Is this a signal of one or two things? Number one, which would be one that that I would kind of be pulling for. It's not comfortable, but I I I would understand it. I think I can do a better job than the people that are trying to get it now, and I know it. I did it before. I really think this is the best thing for Alabama and the best thing for the country. Right. Okay. That, now that's uncomfortable to the other people running. I got it, but yeah. but but I can live with that one. What I hope it's not is I just can't go away. And uh, and, right. and and right. And, and, and you don't want it to look that way because you yeah. and I are not a fan of that. I don't care who the person is. No, and yeah. we have a lot. Of, there are some very good people who are in the public service uh, arena right now who I love and respect but they will come a time that i'm gonna go hey you've done it long enough right it's time to go back home well i've had some that that i know even better than i know jeff sessions and they have told me i'm gonna serve this many terms if i if the if the people afford me that then i'm then i'm right. done right and if they don't do that i will say well you didn't do what you said you're gonna do right and you i know? think i think that's a very honorable way to do it i mean you don't mm-hmm. have to put three terms on it or, or whatever, right. and, you know, you may try to run for something else. But I think there's a time where you serve the public, you give back, and then you go back and, you know, do what you were doing. If you're and, one, and that's the way you don't get these career politicians who I'm not a absolutely fan. lose contact with what's going on. I'm talking about people that I think did a good job yeah. and, and you right. and I generally like. I don't like career politicians, period. Yeah, and what, and there's what, been several who have left, uh, you know, Fred Thompson, J.C. Mm-hmm. Watts, who went, served their time, and then left. And I, I have the utmost respect for them because I think that's the way it should be. Well, it also shows that they're somewhat normal. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, who wants to be in Yeah, there? I am not a fan of a career politician. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is a mistake, and I think it – it, it changes the person, mm-hmm. and I don't think we get the best product when we have a Congress full of that. Now, be careful what I'm about to say next because comparing these two <clears throat> is really, really bad. But right. it, it's the way, the way this was designed and also really the way church leadership was designed. I know. Stay with me. Yeah, I, I'm I, with you. I, 
these were really places that you shouldn't desire to have. Right. You should do it because you feel called to do it, and you're willing to go serve and go through the— And the, you're giving back. Yeah, you're and, giving of yourself. It's a, it's a sacrifice. You're actually yeah. sacrificially doing something that isn't all that pleasurable, but you're doing it for the, for the, for the greater good. Right. Right. But then what happens in the church and in the government, it turns into a place of ego. Well, look at me, I'm a deacon. Right. When really you look at the Bible and it says, well, then go mop up the fellowship hall. Right. Okay, what are you doing sitting around acting like you're running the church? Okay, go, for, go take care of the widows and go take care of the orphans and, 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 be hope, and, and do your part, and then when you're done, somebody else go do it because nobody should just keep doing it over and over and over again. Right. And then what happens, what? What's, what, what, are, what are these people supposed to be doing? They're supposed to be serving their district, serving their state, serving their country, and, and, and they're there, and it's awful, and they're doing the best they can do, but, but it's good because they, they have that feeling of, I'm doing what I, was, what, I, what I felt called to do, and I'm going to sacrifice a period of my life mm-hmm. to do this, and then I'm going to come home, and I'm going to go back to what I was doing, or I'm going to do something new, but I'm not just going to stay there in this muck. And and, 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 why and people it, who want to do that, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with you. Well, I mean, that's kind of odd. And, and apparently it's a pretty cool job to have because people keep wanting to go back. But, um, you know, Rick, it, at some point your main concern then is being reelected, right. not serving the people because sometimes you're going to have to make hard decisions that you think are in the best interest of the country but may not be in the best interest of your constituents. Or you may think there's something for your constituents, but they may not realize it. Uh, and, you know, when you start doing everything just so you can be reelected, I don't think you represent your district the best or I your state. Right, and then you got to be careful not to get the attitude of, well, nobody can do this as well as I can. Right. right. And uh, I can tell you under no uncertain terms, there's nothing in my life that I've been afforded to do, including this, that there's not multiple people that could do it. Better. Oh yeah, you know, I, I mean, you know what I, mean, I have. I'm talking about multiple people. You know what I have learned over the years. I'm just about as average as everybody. Else. <laughs> you know, I mean, give or take. You know, <laughs> we all have our areas that we excel in and our areas we're deficient in. But you know, we're all just very average. Even the areas, and there's you, nothing wrong with that. Even the areas you may excel in, there's still somebody in that area can do it better than you can, and do it better than I can. You know. Uh, 16 minutes past the hour. We'll come back. Your phone calls are next and lines are available. More Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, let's go to the people right now. Hash Brown Hero finally got his breakfast, so he can sit down and take calls now. Uh, and you can crank those in at 866-WE-BE-BIG-LINES are available. Let's go. The beauty of the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport is it has 10 lines ablazing. Uh, so that gives you more opportunity to get in, less busy signals, a bigger sample of people to talk to. And then when we do the phone troll, that means those callers that are ahead of you in line will roll through there rapidly and there'll be 30 seconds. And if they ever do a shameless plug, they do a meaningless shout out. Uh, so, uh, so that way, it's really the best of all worlds. And uh, we, we look forward to talking to you. And you can reach us now at 866-WE-BE-BIG as lines are available. And we'll roll through you. Oh, something's going on. It's, um, I don't know what's going on. I, I've noticed, I made that comment to Speedy a few minutes ago. Something seems up with the phone system today. It's like, uh, 
people are calling as soon as you answer, it, it, their, 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 their call goes away. But we'll work with it. Looks like Bill has made it. Bill is in Birmingham listening to us on 104.7 WZZK. Bill, here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Bill, you're on. Good good morning, guys. Thank you very much for uh, taking my call. Appreciate y'all's ministry. Calling about this Jeff Sessions deal. Mm-hmm. I'm very concerned about him getting into this race for Senate. Uh, he did not really uh, shine as attorney general. I found out that he, we all found out he was bullied pretty much by the Democrats into basically being a neutered AG. He did very little to help the cause for uh, the Republics or the conservatives. Well, I, I know that a lot of people were not pleased and the president wasn't pleased, but I think the, 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 the stance he took, whether you agree or disagree on it, I don't think was out of fear. I really thought he thought he was doing the right thing. Now, you can certainly say, I wish he hadn't done that, but I think he thought he was just doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, I do too. And we know how he loves the law and he loves the Constitution. And I think he thought if there was any way that it looked like because he'd been on the campaign trail for Trump that he would not be fair in that process – you step aside. People used to do that, you know, so you had no um, even uh, – it, 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 the optics didn't even look like you could be uh, in the bucket on one side or the other. And I think he just did what he thought he should do and what people always did that's really his age and his generation. Yeah, I think you're 100% right, and I realize it took longer and a lot of money was spent and it was frustrating for the president and for Bill, people like you. But if you really look at the end result, Sessions was right all along because he was saying he there's nothing here to get him. Right. And what what might make it look like there is is if I step in and cover for him. He really stepped out and said, nobody's going to call yeah. bias on me. I'm going to yeah. let the process take its place. So I, I think, they didn't think there was anything there, and there wasn't. We continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Jake in Gardendale listening to ZZK. Jake, go ahead. Uh, I'm talking about the new McDonald toys. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got the McDonald's Hot Wheel, the one 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 hundred and one uh car, and Space Jam with Bugs Bunny, the burger hamburgers. They got. Okay. Was that just a list of various McDonald's toys over the over I the years? Was, well, but maybe well, they had new ones he didn't like. Or? Is Space Jam back? I hadn't uh, he, here's what it is: they're celebrating the 40th year of the Happy Meal, oh. and they are bringing back classic oh. Happy Meal toys from oh. years gone by. Well, thank you, buddy. Thanks for letting us know. Oh, uh, as a matter of fact, 17 of the most iconic and sought after Happy Meals oh, okay. toys. Over the past four decades. I bet. I Fine. bet. There was one time when every one of those was laying in the seat of my car. Yep. yep. Uh, Sandy in Gadsden, Z93. Mm-hmm. Sandy, go ahead. 30 seconds. Sandy? Oh, Sandy. Clyde. Clyde, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? You, buddy. Hey, hey thinking about Trump, maybe showed up to the Alabama LSU game. How bad would it be to have Beth Bowen's calling game and Elizabeth Warren show up as he heard get interviewed in the press box? Oh, my God. Yeah. Come on, Clyde. You're going to make us have nightmares. Well, I mean, think about it, brother. Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm interviewing you at halftime, Clyde. Hey, it's Beth Bowen's Game of the Century 2.0. And I'll be talking to Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. you, you know, talking about odd things today, I look up and Lou Holtz is on Fox 
talking about President See, Trump coming to the Alabama LSU This game. thing is just, it's, it's, it's got a so lot. So they said, and, let's check in with Lou. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. And then he'll be in and here tomorrow. We, yeah, That's we crazy. got Dr. Lou tomorrow. Dang it. Let's go to Brad in Tuscaloosa. Brad, welcome to Rick and Bubba. I wish Syracuse was there. <laughs> 30 Good seconds. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, Colin, what y'all think about Tua holding back for the draft? Y'all think that's true, or what y'all's comment is on that's that? That's you, by the way. Who said that? Greg. Greg. It was Greg. Well, it's, Greg's got some people behind the scenes. That's said, what I'm hearing. He said that's what he's hearing. Y'all. Yeah, the, he y'all, just, I can tell you, he's a competitor. like what Nick Boza if, did last year. If he, if he can crawl, he'll be on that field. <laughs> that's right. Whenever, you did what you did. Which so he did, that. by the way. So that yeah. Greg, Greg in Mississippi. Greg, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Uh, prayers answered this morning because when he was talking to Don Jr., yeah. And he said, you got this song you want to play for his dad. I was so glad I did not hear. This is a little Thanksgiving song I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> what, if you had, yeah what if you had accidentally if hit, hit the gobble gobble? Oh, my God. Vote Trump. Yeah, that's what I hear right there. Vote Trump. Trump. All right, let's go. I'm glad you didn't hit Wiener Man. <laughs> oh, boy, isn't that true? Louisiana. Scott standing by in Louisiana. 30 seconds. Go. <laughs> Good, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I'm talking about uh, Jeff Sessions this morning. Do you all remember Jason Chaffetz? He used to be a congressman, and uh, he uh, was asking uh, Jeff Sessions about something to do with Hillary Clinton. You know, he's going after her, and he wanted Jeff Sessions to, to, to look into something. I forget what it was. You can look it up online. But the bottom line was his response to Chaffetz was, no, that's too close to Hillary Clinton. That right there should disqualify him from any office. I think, uh, you know, your point was well taken about a career policy. I don't. Do you might recall that? I'm, I'm not sure. What, what he's I'm not about. familiar with that exact thing. Um, so, and again, I don't know what he was referring to. Uh, but you know, trying to investigate someone running for office, there's this fine line, Rick, between it being legitimate and a candidate cannot break the office, or you're trying to cause a political uh, uh, impediment to their campaign. You know, I mean, it's. It's very difficult, and I think we usually err to the side of we're not going to get involved. We'll be back. More more to cover on the program today, and certainly we'll get some more phone segments in before the day is done. Gene Chizik coming up next hour on the program talking about a game that has developed a life of its own, uh, the Alabama-LSU game coming up this weekend. Uh, bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't 35 minutes enough. past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're here. Bubba, I got a text yesterday from a mutual friend. And you know what he was asking me about? LifeLock. And, uh, and, you know, he asked what I thought was really, you know, there's different levels of protection that you can go to. And, uh, and the person even admitted, and you know this person, that they don't know why they asked me this. They literally asked me, well, do you, I mean, do you go with the, you know, the medium or do you go with the big? And I said, hey, buddy, I always go big. And he, and he texts back, I don't know why I asked that. that. That was really a dumb question on my part. So, uh, so anyway, uh, those of you that are looking uh, for the, there, there really is no, you cannot find protection for your identity and your wireless device that's going to be more secure than LifeLock and Norton Security. Their proprietary technology uh, is not available, and it, it will not help you uh, if you're out there saying, well, I'm just going to keep checking my credit, and I'm going to just keep checking my bank statements and my, and my debit card, and, and, and I, but that, you're going to miss stuff. 
And and so you know you will you wouldn't know if somebody had your information and Bubba where are they selling it? Oh, the old dark web. The the dark 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 very web. dark web. So how about you wouldn't know if somebody got an online payday loan in your name? You nope. wouldn't you wouldn't know that. Wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know somebody somebody might be changing your address, so checks start coming to them. You wouldn't know that. Mm. So so you need the protection. Now look, LifeLock is the best on the market, and that's why we use them. Norton Security the best. However. We are not at a time yet where anyone can stop all identity theft. No one can monitor all transactions at all places at all times, and nobody can stop all cybercrime. But this is the best protection available, and if something does happen, you then get a, a, a restoration specialist assigned to you where you live, and they help you work it out. And, and we have, sadly, had to use every part of what I just named for you, and we know they do a good job. Uh, if you want to call them, 1-800-LIFELOCK. You can go to lifelock.com, use the promo code Bubba. That gets you 10% off your first year. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so we have an update on, on a story that we've already brought you, uh, and, and there was a little bit of a breaking update yesterday. So it's a Rick and Bubba news. news. update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news. update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news. update. All right, so let's go back. Sad story uh, out of uh, the Auburn, Alabama area, and uh, this is actually a, a student at Southern Union, which is a, a junior college that is near Auburn. And, uh, and, and this involves um, a UFC fighter's stepdaughter and, and uh, Anaya Blanchard, uh, who has gone missing. And so we have been talking about this, and there's been pleads uh, for people to, to help find her. There's the, you know, the case has had some kind of odd you know, points of – remember the state of her automobile when they found right, it? Yeah, and, well, she, she went missing, Rick – Either late on October the 23rd or early in the morning on October the 24th. She's 19 years old, as you said. She's originally uh, from Homewood, Alabama, uh, a student at Southern Union in Opelika near Auburn. And um, they found her car in Montgomery. It was skint and uh, beat up a little bit. Uh, and they had determined that foul play had been involved, but we, we didn't really get a lot of information on that. Um, now the, the rewards for information on her are exceeding a hundred thousand dollars. It's, um, uh, I mean, we're in day what 14 now or so of that. And, uh, I just, I can't believe that somebody else does not have information. Now, yesterday, the Auburn police department released a picture of a gentleman that they were identifying as a person of interest. And this was somebody who was also in the convenience store and left right after her. And, again, not a suspect, but a person of interest. They wanted to talk to him about maybe something he saw in the parking lot or something strange about her car or maybe somebody that was with her. But if anybody knows him, you need to uh, contact the Auburn Police Department and let them know. But, Rick, I can't believe in uh, in the vastness of people who listen in the Montgomery and Auburn, Central Alabama area, that there's not somebody else out there that has some information that they have not come forward on, and I don't know why they would not have at this point, but um, it, I think it's time that you you come forward with that. And I don't know if they if they don't because they think that it may incriminate them in some way or whatever. But uh, this has gone on long enough. We need somebody to come forward. Somebody somewhere knows something that the authorities need to know. I, I feel very very confident in that. Well, we're looking, if you're watching us on YouTube, at some of the uh, convenience store uh, video footage, and you clearly see her 
And the reason why this is a person of interest is this person was there as well, and as Bubba mentioned, seemed to go out the door right after she went out. And uh, so uh, there, if, you, if you're not able to see, now I, uh, I retweeted the pictures yesterday from, from the Auburn police, and, and I, th- I know Adler's been keeping people updated on this as well, but this person of interest, and I want to use the right phrase, Bubba, as you clearly made clear, is a black male, early to mid-20s, looks like uh, maybe weighing around 200 pounds, between 5'8 and 5'10". Uh, he was at this time wearing dark-colored pants, dark-colored shoes, and a camouflage-colored hooded jacket with vans and white written across the back. Uh, and um, this this person was observed leaving the area in what is described as a late 2000s model Lincoln town car, silver or gray in color. And again, he's not a suspect. Right. He's just a person of interest. He may have seen something in the parking lot, may have seen somebody in her car. They mm-hmm. just want to get in touch with him so they can talk about what he might or might not have seen. Right. And uh, so it's a sad story, uh, and you, your, your heart breaks for the family. And uh, I'm with Bubba. Hopefully, you know, with, in the times we're living in, there's just so much access and in so many ways things can be oh, captured. I know. And, I know. And, uh, and, and again, I, I know at one point there was a theory that maybe – the young lady doesn't doesn't want to be found, uh, but uh, I don't I don't know I don't know anything one way or another on that. But uh, it, it appears if they continue to do the things like they did yesterday with the update, uh, I don't think they believe that. I think they no, believe I there was foul. So I either. think they believe there was foul play in some way. So, and and Rick, I just can't help believe that somebody in the in the Montgomery Auburn area does not know more than what they have shared. Maybe they don't think it's important. Uh, maybe they think, well, I wasn't supposed to be in this area or doing what I was doing, and I don't want to get involved. It's time to come forward with that information. We need some movement on this, and somebody out there knows something that is of value to the police department. So we, we would like for you to do the right thing and step forward with that and let them know about that. Yeah, and uh, so, so hopefully there'll be, there'll be answers. And, of course, you, you continue to pull, no matter, no matter how much time has passed, uh, you continue to to pull for this to have a happy ending of some way, shape, yep. or form. Yep. And uh, as every day goes by, I know that gets a uh, gets grimmer and grimmer. But maybe maybe something will come up that'll that'll get some, some closure and, and, on this. And for those of us who are parents, put yourself in her parents' shoes. How you would feel if you got that call and just disappeared without a trace? I mean, that uh, I, I can't imagine what they're going through. Yeah, it's it's a difficult thing. So uh, if you have any information, please contact uh, the Auburn police and and the people involved, and pay attention to what they're asking for now because we're talking about it because there was an update because they now have a person of interest they want to talk to, and they have pictures and description of the person. So maybe this is the way you can help. Maybe you can say, well, I, I don't really know what happened, but I, kn- I know this person. Yeah, and, and, I, and, and the yeah. jacket he's got on is is fairly unique. I haven't seen a lot of those out there, so somebody knows who that is. Right. And, uh, and again, person of interest, that's all. They just need to know what he saw or might have seen or didn't see in the parking lot. Yeah, just just be helpful for the case. So uh, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number, so there's the update on that. Uh, next hour, Coach Gene Chizik uh, scheduled to be with us. Uh, we'll speak with him in the first hour, I mean, first segment of next hour. Uh, we'll come back. We'll look at other stories that are out there. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our website, Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
uh, you know, sometimes schedules can be fluid. Uh, so, uh, actually, Coach Gene Chizik can be with us now. Uh, he's traveling and trying to get to his assignment for the weekend uh, with ESPN and the SEC Network. So, uh, Coach Gene Chizik is actually joining us now. Coach. Coach, welcome, Coach. To, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Good morning, man. How we doing this morning? We're great. We, look, we hope you're doing good, I Coach. I mean, fire up. <laughs> Well, I'm doing great, Jack, guys. I got a game tomorrow night. I'm calling in the booth. I'm on my way, so this is a good time for us to talk a little ball. Uh, so let's talk a little football. It's, it's good to uh, to talk to you. I hope that Jonna and the girls and your son, everybody – I know you've been running wild with twin girls and the son <laughs> and all of this. How do you even have time to do anything other than, than go to everything they're involved in? <laughs> well, Rick, you know how it is, man. First of all, I love it. It's been uh, It's been – just an unbelievable blessing for me. ESPN has been great to uh, give me some give me some assignments and, and actually let me be a part of this deal with the SEC Network and then, you know, calling some games periodically on Friday nights. And, man, I love chasing around my kids, man. My son's playing ball at Furman, and uh, I get to go over and watch him every – or not watch him, but see him every Sunday. Unfortunately, I don't get to see him play uh, right now personally, but my wife does. And then, of course, full-time with my girls here at Auburn. They're, they're seniors at Auburn University, and I get to see them a good bit. So, man, I'm just uh, I'm in a good place. Well, Coach, let's start with the big one. The big let's, one. Let's talk about uh, the two best teams in the country squaring off in Tuscaloosa. How do you see this one playing out? Well, it's going to be interesting, guys. I think part of the storyline, as we all know, is, is what's, the, what's the scenario with Tua. I, I think he's going to play. It's going to be interesting. I did kind of a uh, little montage on this on TV last weekend because there's question marks that come back with injuries, right? Now, obviously, he's been through something similar to this, so that's a good thing. But, you know, what's it going to be like when he plants on on, on on that ankle to throw the ball? You know, what's it going to be like when he takes that first first hit? What's it going to be like uh, when he's got to escape uh, the pocket? You know, there's just so many variables in there. And look, you know, it's, it's going to be a mental thing. So is it going to affect his accuracy? So I think all that matters. Uh, you can't ignore the fact that if he doesn't play, um, you know, there's a significant drop-off. So I think if Tua plays, I think Alabama's got a great shot. I really do. I think Nick's got a couple of weeks to prepare to look and see what are some of the things that Auburn did against this LSU offense. It really virtually nobody's been able to slow down, uh, with the exception of Auburn in terms of points scored. And, uh, you know, Nick's the best in the business at defending it. So we'll see how it happens. But uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a knockdown drag out, guys, one for the ages for sure. Coach, you mentioned Auburn and LSU. What did Auburn do that was different, or did they just get outplayed at a couple of positions? Well, First of all, anytime you have two dominant players like Auburn's got on the front four with Marlon Davidson and Derek Brown, that's hard to deal with, guys, and I don't care who you are. Those guys are just a handful to block. I thought Kevin Steele did a great job of pressuring uh, Joe Burrow and getting him uncomfortable, and and that's the name of the game with this guy. First of all, he is the alpha male in the locker room. This guy makes it run. That's why – you know, people are going to talk about Joe Brady coming in, and certainly that has had a, a, an enormous impact. But you can bring whoever you want in. If you don't have a guy that's throwing it, you don't have a guy that understands it, you don't have a guy that's got confidence in, in you know, delivering, 
then that's all good. The X's and O part's good, but it ain't going to be what you want it to be. Well, Joe Burrow's the reason. you got to make him uncomfortable, and Kevin Steele was able to do that. He was able to do it with four-man rush. He was able to do it by adding a, a safety, a nickel, or a backer into the pressures, and he made him uncomfortable for a lot of the game. So um, that's what Alabama's going to study. They're going to look and see, you know, who, how can they make him uncomfortable – you can sit there and choose a receiver you want to double and take out of the picture, but it's like Alabama. There's so many weapons everywhere. Then the other one, uh, you know, shows up. And, and so it's hard to take a guy and, and say, I'm going to double him and take him out of the picture because there's so many weapons. So pressure is going to be the key, just a matter of how Alabama goes about doing it. So, Coach, you know, you, uh, you go back to the 2010 year when you guys won the national championship at Auburn. So, what I'm getting to here is when you get to these kinds of games, and, and that year was a little bit unexpected early, but midseason on, every game became gigantic, and then eventually that Iron Bowl that year was you know gargantuan. These, these, when you've got the president coming to the game and game days <laughs> coming to the game and SEC nations coming to the game and the whole wide world is coming to the game and, and all these players are being told this is the game of this – as a coach, and you got you got you know Saban's a veteran, so you know Orgeron, you know hasn't experienced as many big games as Saban has. But but as a coach, what do you do with all this? You know, guys, I think it's just you know the the habits that you developed over time, and Nick's been the best at it. I mean, let's let's not try to paint a different picture. This guy's he's the all time great. I don't know that anybody will ever match what he does, and part of his. Part of his success is stemmed around the fact that he is so into, and people kind of, you know, to, you know, they, they, they think this process thing is, is you know, they, they, they question what, is, what does that really mean? Well, what it means is that we're not focusing on outcomes. Right. We're focusing on the things that matter to get you the outcome you want. And he's been such the master of that. He brings in guys that, you know, really, you know, do a lot of psychological type of, you know, conditioning with these guys to be able to block out outside noise. And it's hard. You're not going to ever block it out completely. But, you know, when you got the president coming, you got game day coming, you have all these things. To the players, yeah, that's kind of cool. But they know that in that building, they have to be locked and focused to be able to do their job. And in these games, it's real simple, guys. I never tried to paint a different picture. It's three words. Do your job. And don't try to do any more than, than what we're asking you to do in terms of your job. And Nick is the master at getting that out of, out of these guys. They know the enormity of the game. Both sides do. Uh, so, you know, look, you just you got to keep your teams focused and, and do the things that got you to that game to begin with and got you to the point where everybody in the world wants to come watch you play, including the president of the United States. <laughs> That's a pretty big ticket. <laughs> Coach, uh, a lot has been said, too. If this game is close, no matter who wins, um, the outlook for two SEC teams in the playoffs, give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it matters. I really do. I think it matters. And I think that when you're talking about two teams of this nature, uh, both got extremely, extremely high-powered offenses, with marquee guys at the trigger. Uh, and then you have some defenses that have struggled at times. They're not certainly the defenses that both LSU or Alabama have seen in the past when you talk about great ones. Right. Uh, but they're getting better. 
um, I think it does matter. I think a close game puts you in a position, depending on how everything else unfolds in the college football playoff, to position yourself to get to. I think that the Pac-12 and the Big 12, you know, they've got they've got their hands full to a degree, depending on how that unfolds, um, with kind of eating their own a little bit because their strength of their of their conferences just don't allow them to have. They can't stub their toe. Their their marquee guys can't stub their toe anymore where you're looking at a Big Ten team or an SEC team, that because they're so top-heavy in both leagues of giants, you can afford to lose a game to another giant and still be in the college football playoff picture. So I think that certainly is the case with this game with Alabama and LSU. Well, we're running out of time, but I just want to ask you quick. we got about 30, well, about 40 seconds. Do you think Ohio State's better than LSU and Alabama? You know, I haven't seen Ohio State guys enough to know, but here's what I do know about them, okay? They're beating everybody by a margin of victory uh, that's that's pretty good. Uh, it's, you know, so the difference I've seen in Ohio State and the little that I've seen in, is defensively now they're, they look like they're real. And go, I'm going to go back to 2010. We had the best offensive player in the country. We had the best defensive player in the country, Nick Fairley. And Ohio State's got one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best, and maybe the deep best defensive player in the country. Him and Derrick Brown are certainly one and two, however you want to put them as the best defensive lineman in the country. So I think this team is legit. I don't think it matters right now whether they're one, two, three, or four. It's all going to play out, guys. Well, Coach, thanks, uh, and we'll let you get on your way. Thanks for working us in today. And, Coach, it's always good uh, for us to connect with you. So thanks a lot. Thank you, Coach. Rick. Rick and Bob, appreciate it, my man. All right, there he is, Coach Gene Chiswick, headed and, to do the game that he'll call tomorrow night. And Coach Chiswick is a great follow on social media. If you <laughs> don't is. already follow Amen. him. No doubt about that. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. A brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Everybody come on stack. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. And uh, we also have uh, Hash Brown Hero taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Bubba Bussy. There you well, see he's glad to be here, too, Rick. I'll tell you that. Uh, we do want to tell you that, uh, by the way, our thanks to uh, Coach Gene Chizik. If you were scheduling around the time that we thought he would be on, uh, we apologize. He was actually on last segment. Uh, but you can go back and grab that if you missed it. Uh, also, want to remind you that Rick and Bubba University returns again this weekend. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, Bubba and I will record that today, and we will be interviewing a man who has an incredible story, uh, testimony, uh, also one of the things that makes uh, this country unlike any other, and that is the story of Mike Lindale. Mm-hmm. Who? Uh, what who, a success story! Yeah, and we will interview Lindale today, and you can listen to that or watch that coming up this weekend. So, uh, so make a note of that. That'll be our guest coming up on Saturday when you get up and get ready for the big day. You know, I, I love people who are the American dream and have had success, and they're putting out products that people uh, obviously love and need and use. And 
you know, we were talking about it in the break, uh, how much I enjoyed Walter Williams on our last podcast. And, you know, just and sometimes you say economics and it's boring to people. You think, oh, economics. But how do he, they say it? What do they do? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought he really, really made some great points. And uh, he's uh, he's pretty sharp, pretty sharp guy. Well, and I, think, I love. As a matter of fact, I love Walter. Williams. And he I talked think. about it in yeah. a way that we could understand. And certainly, he's been a professor of common sense long before we came along. Oh, absolutely. So, and, and so now there's mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Seven episodes out there now. Wouldn't this be number eight this weekend? Mm-hmm. So you can go back if you've missed Rick and Bubba University. All those episodes are out there, and literally, we've uh, we've talked about just about everything. We'll do things from uh, you know some of this the the, the urban legends. We 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 talked to about economics. Uh, we'll we'll profile members of the show, and then. This weekend, you'll hear an incredible testimony and uh, um, a way to take advantage of the free market that, that America affords people opportunities like no other country. And, oh, uh, I know. And I we know. and we serve a God that offers grace like no other God. And uh, Rick, if all of that is not enough, in a come upcoming episode, uh, we'll have the burning questions about ham radio that you had to know. Right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, mentioning. <laughs> Mentioning uh, God's grace, this this John Chris story. Wow, wow, wow! Boy, 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 boy! I, I, I will, I will be. I will tell you about John Chris. I, I don't know him. Um, never met him. Uh, certainly, he's one of those kind of people. Like uh, now, I know some people know a lot about him, and they've been to see him in concert. And he does huge events and draws huge crowds, and 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 all of this. And is a certainly a talented, funny person. Um, and, but he's one of those kind of people like you go, well, I don't know who that is. And then somebody shows you one of his videos. You go, Oh, that oh, guy. That oh, guy. oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember, I remember laughing that about that guy. Well, that on, a, guy. on a very, very sad note, um, everything uh, has been canceled involving a uh, John Christ because uh, once again, and it seems to be a tired old story. Uh, we have another person, uh, that, uh, is, uh, you know, has a platform and, um, and certainly had made claims and it's not our job to doubt those claims it is it is all of our right though to say well if th- this behavior is is repulsive and unacceptable and must be dealt with uh but accusations have have uh, come against him that he has admitted to uh that he had been uh, inappropriate with women uh he was involved in things that are certainly sinful and, and even in his own uh, uh statement reckless and destructive uh, he said i've sinned against god i've sinned against women and the people who I love most, I have violated my own Christian beliefs, convictions, and values. I've hurt many people in the process. I'm sorry for the hurt and pain I've caused these women and will continue to seek their forgiveness. I have also hurt the name of Jesus and have sought his forgiveness. He says, bottom line is, there's going to be a lot of stories that people are, are saying happen. He said, not all of them are true, but enough of them are true that, you know, it, we're, yeah. we're now getting down to semantics. Okay, so ten stories about me. Uh, six of them are true. Yeah. Uh, well, really, we wish none of them were. And uh, and so that's um, that's a very very. Um, here's the thing: when I look at this, and I'm just I'm just, look I, I I'm I'm just every every single one of us, if we decide to, no matter what we claim spiritually, to step out of the authority of Christ and get off that narrow hard path and and start looking around, could find ourselves in situations. Um, uh, of any kind. I'm capable of anything, and I certainly know that. Uh, stories like this terrify me, and they certainly don't don't afford me you know, an opportunity to stand and say, well, look how bad that guy is, because I'm capable of anything. However, the thing that gets me about these kind of stories, and they keep coming up all too often, it's Steve Farrar, who we have great respect for, 
his Wednesday Bible study is now available on a podcast, and I've been, I've been listening to it, and he's going through Second Peter, and he, he's landing in Second Peter chapter 2, and I would encourage all of us to read that today because all Peter is talking about is false teachers and false prophets. And he's saying they're in the church. Uh, they're making all kinds of claims. Jesus also talks about this in Matthew 7, and this is, this is uh, him doubling down, saying you got to look for these. And I'm not saying this, is, this applies to John Christ through the rest of his life. Don't right. misunderstand me. I'm, right. I'm talking about, but Second Peter talks about what has happened right here, and that is he says there's really three things that always take them down. Uh, and and that would include all of us, and that is arrogance and pride, sexual sin involving women or other men, and money. It, it's always he said when you when you if you want to see false prophets, eventually they'll reveal themselves in one of these three areas, if not all of them. Right. And 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 this this should not be surprising when we see these kind of things. But here's what's surprising is is because I expected to look into this story, and and I certainly. Hope that John humbles himself, as he said, and seeks that forgiveness, and he will receive it in the mercy and the love. Now, that doesn't mean, and this is the part where I think we make a mistake a lot, that we just put John back on tour next year. Right. It doesn't mean that. And, and I know some people think that's what it means. It doesn't mean that. Uh, as a matter of fact, you may never return to the platform you had again, but you'll still be right with God, and you'll find a place to serve him in another place. We seem to... You know, we almost become grace abusers where we say, well, look, he said he's sorry, and let's give him some time off, and let's start planning the tour for 2021. Uh, and, and I would caution, I hope that doesn't happen, uh, but, but looking at this, here's what I don't understand, and this is the perplexing part for me, is that stories like this, which I didn't know because like, I wasn't that familiar with him, were starting to, to be murmured back in 2014. Right. How does somebody live like this, which he's admitted to? So this is not me bearing false witness. The things he's admitted to, how can he be in the position that he's in and and go so long living this this double life and, and, and claiming one thing but living in sin behind the scenes and living out a completely different truth, which you'll see in some of the testimonies of people that he hurt, it confused them about Jesus. And that's the, that's the worst part about it. Well, this guy claims this, so, I mean, what he's doing right now, right. it must not be leading where it looks like it's leading. And then before they know it, they're like, oh, my goodness, it was. How how does somebody – how do we keep somebody in front of these giant crowds selling out these tickets, coming to my church, coming to my event? Nobody on the tour? Nobody has ever said, look, i got to tell you something, there's an issue here. <laughs> nobody? I mean, we, we go five years of this going on, and there's never anybody that says, okay, let me give you a red flag about this Chris guy. Um, and I, that's the part that amazes me the most. Is But eventually, as we've seen, and this applies to all of us, mm-hmm. eventually God will say, well, if nobody else is going to do it, I am. Yeah. Right. You know, Because I love you enough that I'm not going to let this go on. And I'm also not going to continue to be blasphemed. I'm not going to continue to be treated this way. You know, yeah. I see everything that's going on. You know, as I've said, you know, Life 360, you know, you, you can get rid of it all you want to. <laughs> See, God doesn't need Life 360. He knows where we are and what we're doing all the time. Yeah. And uh, and so it's a terribly, terribly sad story. But the part that intrigued me the most, I expected to look in and, and, and think this was a this current tour problem because he's gotten so big in the yeah. Christian comedian circles and he's, you know, he's got billions of views of his YouTube and all this stuff. And he's a funny, clever guy. Yep. I thought I didn't expect to see. Well, yeah, now this has been going on since 2014. Yeah. 
so we we've we've just let this guy go on and on and on. And th- where's the where's that circle of accountability? I hope this is a lesson for all of us on that too. Yeah. Where somebody says, "Hey, man, y- you you can't you can't do this." And um, so I, that's 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 the part that surprised me the most in the story is that it's not a new problem. And but yet there was never a hey, you need to step down and deal with this, man. We can't have you out there doing. It. I mean, don't mean we don't love you. Don't mean we don't forgive you. Doesn't mean we won't work with you to get you back on your feet. But you, you we can't send you to another arena. And uh, you know we we, you, we can't we got to stop this. And uh, and you wonder sometimes if sometimes look I, I I I'm a human being I can be guilty of this too. Is it is it to the fact that he became so popular and could sell so many tickets that people said mm, I didn't really want to hear that. How about All the right. irony of the name of his book coming out and uh, untag me the subtle the subtle art of appearing better than you really are. Oh my goodness. That's that was the name of the book. And he had a Netflix special coming out as well on Thanksgiving day. And I don't know if either one of these are going to be released now, but, uh, didn't realize he was a Sanford university graduate. I didn't know that. Let let this story terrify all of us. Yeah. This is that time when you go, boy, I tell you every, every step, every movie. That's why that says enter by a narrow gate. Don't 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 look left. Don't look right. Just look right at me, and you take a step when I do. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, uh, and uh, the phone lines are open, and you can come on in. There's room for you. A long distance, directly assistance. Thirty seconds of pop. Make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table, not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Here comes the old buzzer at 30 seconds, and somebody else gets their shot. We'll start with Dusty in Clanton, Alabama, listening to us on 104.7 WZZK. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Dusty, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, so uh, my friends in Tuscaloosa have started a GoFundMe and have now raised enough money. They uh, they're gonna fly or blow up the uh, the big fifty foot uh, uh, inflatable Trump with a diaper with him crying. So they're in the middle of talking to city council right now, and I think they're gonna be able to do it. So you know, if Trump goes anywhere, they they try to get the yeah. big inflatable baby Trump. There. So you can just rent yeah. that, and people yeah, use- they- oh, go ahead. It's a guy in New Jersey. They said they've actually raised enough money to get him down here now. So they've raised enough money to bring yeah, inflatable baby Trump. Well, do y'all know how President Trump's ego? Don't you know that big thing drives him <laughs> every time oh, sure. he sees it? <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, do, do you know what uh, Little P said about it? What's that? Huh? I, I don't know if you know what she weighed in. Well, about Trump. Yeah, baby, about Trump. There he is. <laughs> he comes up with that. <laughs> You know, I don't know, Tuscaloosa, if I'd be flying that around. Yeah. You know, it, a, it might get a hole in it. Mm-hmm. Yep, an arrow <laughs> fly through. I don't think it would be worse. Yeah. It's a fly, fly in Auburn, uh, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, is it, it Dowie? Dowie, is that your name? Dowie, how you doing? Yes, sir. Dowie Smith. Uh, got a question concerning Stephanopoulos, Epstein, and the yeah. Clinton connection. See mm-hmm. if y'all can do some digging on that for us. Stephanopoulos is involved in this uh, uh, from uh, – well, just reading stuff, uh, yes, they're saying that maybe, you know, he was Clinton's communication. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's waist deep with the Clinton. something to do with ABC covering this stuff up or keeping it hid from oh. the government. Mm-hmm. 
And I appreciate y'all a little effort into seeing what y'all come up with. Okay. Well, the, the story was out. One of the anchors on there was caught uh, on a hot mic saying that uh, that ABC killed her story or a story on Epstein uh, a while back when they were going to reveal a lot of this and AB and the higher ups killed the story. Now it was implied that they did it because they didn't want it out there, but uh, uh-huh. we don't know the whole story yet. Sarah and Coleman, Sarah, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I was just going to let y'all know that um, you, you probably already know, but I had an accident recently and the insurance companies used to, I could call my insurance company and they would handle everything for me. Well, now they like contracted out for some reason. So that's why it's so difficult. I mean, it, it it's a handle, like you said yesterday. Oh, it's terrible. How about this? I still have not had anybody finish the interview with me, but I was told yesterday by uh, the dealership that is, uh, took the car, the truck to fix, Hendrick, they said, well, since their client has already filed the claim and took responsibility for it, we'll just take it from here, so just forget about it. But, you know, when you ask somebody to call you back after they told you you, you need to talk to this person right. and you leave message after message and they won't call you back, I got to tell you, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. really rude, really. So, but I've been told now that I don't I just take myself out stay of it. Stay out of so it, Rick. Out of it. Yeah. Get out of it. Yeah. Hey, you, you know how long you had to tell me to stay out of it? Me get out of it? About out. half a second. Get out of there. Bruce in Nashville. Leave it. Bruce, 30 <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. What's up, fellas? Buddy. You- Hey, listen, first of all, hey, Greg, I want to thank you for ruining Monday Night Football for me. You know, I really <laughs> probably wouldn't have thought about it that much, but, of course, now that you bring it up, um, my comment for you guys is <laughs> I love the way Greg plays down his role on the show and, like, oh, I'm just not a – you know when he's back home in his local grocery store. You know he's strutting around all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a beanie hand. Yeah, let, let me, let we me. see it here in the kitchen. You got right. that West Coast strut? I can promise you, where I live at, I am not a big deal at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we know. at all. How about where where any of us live? We're not a big yeah. deal though at all. I, I don't think a big deal at all. I don't think we're a big deal at all anywhere. I don't either. But uh, he, he referred to me back home. I promise you, it's worse there than anywhere. Ooh. Drew and Sachs. They'll flip me a bird. Drew, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Uh, yes, sir. I just want to give y'all a big thanks. And uh, my mom's having an eight-hour procedure this morning, and all she wanted to do before she went to surgery was listen to y'all show. Oh, my well, you know what? That's uh, second of all. Yeah. Second of all, who was the guy with Trump uh, wanting the tabloids to print his name? And I just want to say that I love I love y'all show and I love everything and I love Brittany Norton. He loves who? He, he didn't say Brittany Spears. Dude. What was that? Brittany Norton. I think he was giving a a love shout out there towards the end. Okay, to who? Okay. To whoever it is, he's dating. I, I didn't uh, understand his question. Well, I hope they understand Trump and the tabloid. I didn't <clears> get that. I didn't either. I hope his mom. I hope his mom does well. Yes, yeah. we do. That, I got that. that let's pull that one out because right. I think that's the most important part. We yeah. hope she does well. And that's I'm, right. I hope we can bring a little smile to her face through the tough stuff. The rest of it was a bit jumbled, and I didn't follow it. Rick, that <laughs> the comment about his mom kept this one over here from pouncing like a tiger. Yeah, know, that's the right. only thing that that's kept true. him from I felt bad about his mom. Of course, he made that up. But. Greg, he didn't make it up. <laughs> uh, let's go to Miranda in Pleasant Valley. Greg, there it is. other side of the wall. Yep. Miranda, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are y'all? Fantastic. Okay, so Greg really isn't a big deal. That's right. Um, however, when you drive past his house, the kids all yell, there's the guy that's on there can Bubba. Well, the kids do. Well, look, y'all oh, yeah. just stop on by and say hello sometime. Greg uh-huh. loves that. That's it. <laughs> well, you know. But, yeah, I mean, he's not, it's not really Greg. It's just the fact that he's on Rick and Bubba. Well, yeah, that's, 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 that's the only reason why any of us. It's a big house, isn't it? Uh, what is the, uh, what's the guy, the country singer from Pleasant Valley? 
Uh, Riley, Green. Riley Green. Riley Green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, he is a big deal. There's Riley Green. There's Greg. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> Greg, he, he is a big deal. You know, you say that, but I mean, I mean, if they were looking for somebody to throw out the first pitch, oh it'd yeah, be, it'd be the two. No, be, it would be Riley, but not me. But no, you'd be I mean, second. You're right there. You'd be second. You're right there. Riley Greg. Green ain't much bigger than you. You gave uh, Riley a start. Thank well, you. I right. did pay him. To sing at my daughter's 18th birthday. Would we? Would did. we know Riley Green if it went for Greg? Burgess? Well, that's yeah. I'm sure that part. Greg, you're a right big deal, buddy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may uh-huh. not be a big deal, at Pleasant Valley, but in Sacks, wait a minute. <laughs> hang on, just a second. There's <laughs> just Riley Green. There's, there's you, and then there's a the mayor. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that works. Mm-hmm. Riley Green is number one now, there's no doubt. But you're number two. No. Huh? Uh. Uh-uh. Greg, I'm telling you. I don't know. Lynn Edwards is pretty high. He's big. Yo, Greg Green's might be three. Yeah. Yo, Green's still there. <laughs> Him and Lynn. Rita. Rita's the big deal. Coach Abbott. No. Yeah, that's true. You can't true. leave Coach, Coach Abbott out of the He's discussion. on the outskirts. No, no, that's close. over where Bubba's big. You can't go over to – that's over to Jackson. We're talking about Pleasant Valley. Well, he's, he's close. He's though. close. Though. Betty, Betty, he he's, he's, he's in the school district. He Betty is in Bussy. school district. Betty Bussy, <laughs> Pleasant Valley. You got, nowhere, you got nowhere Coach Abbott lives. Well, <laughs> we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Well, I just mentioned earlier that Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, this weekend we will interview Mike Lindell and we will hear his incredible story. If you've never heard it before, I encourage you to, to listen. Uh, but mypillow.com right now, uh, you know, Lindell, he doesn't stop, Bubba. You know what he's got now? He's got he's got towels and washcloths. I know. I got them in the. They're already in our bathroom. We're already using them. He just wants to make life better, Rick. They're 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 rolling, and you can get them at thirty percent off right now using the promo code Bubba at mypillow.com. Radio specials is right there on the on the home site. Go to mypillow.com. Austin, look there it is. Radio specials. Go there. You'll see the new towels made from American cotton. Uh, you'll see the new washcloths, and uh, you put in the the promo code Bubba. Save 30% on this new item. Now, other things are there. You can also find at Radio Specials, the buy one, get one free offer is back on the outstanding premium bed pillows. Just simply use the same code, the code Bubba. Uh, So either one of these deals are available to you by going to MyPillow.com and clicking on Radio Specials. Also, don't forget, RickandBubba.com under the sponsors has you a link that takes you right where you need to go. And don't forget the Mike Lindell story as we interview him today, and it will be on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, coming up this weekend. That'll be fun. So I, I missed it. You must have heard it, Bubba. I know uh, is the kickoff hour that y'all talked about what happened to Speedy? Yeah, it was early. It was yeah. early. So so tell us what, what happened. Uh, well, yesterday, how- you know, ever since you guys talked about the um, the opposite days y'all had where you were in a, a, a car accident mm-hmm. within I had two miles day. of the dealership, mm-hmm. Bubba had – a day full of just joy and butterflies and everything else. Look, it, I call it hassle utopia. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. It was a thing of beauty. Right. What it was. And I know you're. It, it was a. It was a perfect game. I know your your Hendrick automobiles were down below us here. So after the show, I said, "Hey, um, JC, my middle one uh, is really. He loves the Gladiators. Uh, that's the Jeep. That's, that's the Jeep that, truck. That's that the Jeep truck. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said every time he passes, I said every time he passes one, he's like, "Man, look at that." And he said, man, it's cool, whatever. And I said, hey, I've got an opportunity here. I said, Bubba, do you mind if I come down <laughs> when you're leaving and you take a picture of me? I'm going to play it off like I got a new, I got a new car because I'm playing right now with JC. Oh, that's funny. Because Tyler started off with uh, the Honda Accord in the house. JC inherited it. 
So it's that's kind of like the first car. The oh, you know, so you so, pass it down. So Reese yeah. is going to be needing a car next spring, and and so I'm messing with the two older boys, saying that he's going to get my truck, and you know we're going to take care of little baby and all this. Sure, kind like so our parents, kind of like our parents did our sister, right? Talking about Greg, yeah. yeah. And so there's that. So I said I'm going to play off that. I think I think this is a chance here. So I sent him a I sent him a, a text, and it, the picture has uh, this this here, and I sent uh, this with. Um, the text that basically said, "Hey, I am. Uh, I'm now uh, a new uh, Gladiator uh, owner." I said, "I've decided that it's time. I'm gonna, uh, you know, treat myself to this." And Reese, you're gonna get the truck. And I had Bubba take a picture uh, of me standing outside his Gladiator, and I sent it to the family. Mm-hmm. Well, I did this as I was um, as I was headed in to go do better with Greg. Okay. All right. So, by the way, let's explain that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, somebody and, just joined and, us, and right, that is right. where we go try to do, you know, our own little workout over there that yeah. most would probably make fun of. Yeah. And the, the show when we refer to trying to do better, that means eating better or exercising. Right. I, I'm trying exactly. to do. I'm trying to do a little better. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, that yeah. That's so that's what I, I I sent him. And of course, Greg's having to hold my towel and complain that he's having to wait the whole time. But, Understood. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I took that and we oohed and odd over it, and then I I put the phone into the locker when we went over there and I said, now, nah, and I'm going to let that sit. <laughs> and Greg said, you're just going to let it sit. And I said, Oh yeah, I'm gonna let that marinate all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, after the workout, we go back to the lockers and it's just riddled with just texts oh, like, shit. what? You're kidding me. Oh, Rich, yeah. like I get a truck. And, <laughs> and Terry, who I thought really did well, she played along with it without, without knowing what I was well, doing. She knows you're too cheap for this move. Yeah. And well, she, I don't know. Well, well, seen automobiles. well said. Uh, and, and so, I said, uh, I said, hey, um, I said, I said, I just, I just think this is time. And she said, hey, you deserve it. All this. So anyway, <laughs> so we let it play out, and then it kind of dies down halfway through the afternoon. I still hadn't replied to the family at this point. Yeah. Well, we get a message from um, Helena Baseball that um, they're having their fall evaluations next week. That's what it's scheduled, and uh, both Reese and JC have to go through that. And there was a a mass communications effort yesterday saying that there is a uh, a meeting with all players that are going to go through the evaluations tomorrow in the gym, whatever. Come, everybody's got to be there. So Terry sent out something later, uh, right before school was out, that said, "Hey boys, what was the meeting? Everything good? What was the meeting about?" And JC, in a good one, said, "Well, he said that evaluations are pushed back to Thanksgiving week." <laughs> And November twenty fifth, and 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 um, and I and and Terry's like, do what? And and so, <laughs> did you open it up uh, for a minute? And, I thought you you might have the microphone near one part of your body. Yeah. <laughs> you you trying to do a cheek sneak? Yeah. So, so Terry and I were going back and forth, like I can't believe this. Well, I just happened to be in a conversation with some other dads. With some other oh, players no, you didn't that were all that were friends, and I said, "Hey, man, I just got this from JC. The uh, the hey, evaluation been put back to pushed back to November twenty fifth. You kidding me? And so we I'm gonna be out of town. You, yeah, so you, I know. So you what? You, and so you passed it on. And so and and it he just bought it. It he just it. it just took off. Well, then later, probably maybe around two thirty. The plan was that I was going to pick up Reese and we were going to go to the fields, get some work in. I was going to drop him off at his workouts and, and all this kind of stuff. And so I texted him. I said, hey, just want to let you know I'll be there. Hey, what's the deal about evaluations being being moved? And he said, what are you talking about? 
And I said, were you even at the meeting? And you know how <laughs> teenagers are. Oh, yes. They, they oh. text like Tarzan, and oh, they yeah. use all this, you know, for real and all this, you know. And I'm yeah. like, what's going on here? And he's trying to give me some code, and, and I, I didn't understand it. I haven't said do what. I don't understand anything this is saying. Right. So finally he gets Just in speak the, to me straight. Right. So finally he gets in the truck as uh, as we're leaving, and I said, man, what's this about evaluations being, being moved? He goes, what are you talking about? He said, it's Monday. And I said, it's Monday? What do you mean it's Monday? I said, what was the meeting about? And he said, well, the meeting was just about he was going over, hey, you know, the high school's got a huge playoff game <laughs> against Clay Chalkville Friday night. If they win, it could be pushed back depending on what the football team does. But right now it's scheduled to start Monday and we're just going through the breakdown of, of every day and this is what all you need and all this kind of stuff. Just probably a standard meeting. But JC made it act like this was, no, it was a big meeting saying it's going to be moved to the that's a, you, I give him props that's, for that. That's a good one. I applaud. Especially since you passed it on. Right. And upset dads everywhere. And I said, I said, wait a minute, do what? He said, yeah. And I said, it's, so it's Monday. It's not changed. I, well, why did JC send me it was the 25th? And it was so I start realizing, oh, my gosh, he's got me. That is he good. got me. That is good. So then I start trying to contact so all good. the dads that I've told us oh. the 25th who and also you, spread how the many, rumor. How many did you tell? I, I told about three or four. And Which I turned know, into – And I know them. Yeah. They talk and they communicate. They're chatty they, Cathy. Oh, they, hey, they're little butterflies. Oh, yeah. And they're out just flapping their little wings oh, yeah. all over yeah. town. Oh, yeah. Okay? <laughs> and so I bet you it went from that to 30 guys heard that. And so – all I got back was, well, so this is how rumors get started, you know. And That's I'm like, so I think good. so. JC finally gets home. We I don't see him till seven o'clock that night, <laughs> last night. And I'm like, hey, why did you send me November 25th? And he gets to laughing. What a good <laughs> and one. he said, I got you, didn't I? That's a good. And I said, wait a minute. And I couldn't really get mad. No, I was like, yeah, son. No. So then Terry comes in. You go. Hey, you go from mad to proud. Hey, what's up with the 25th? <laughs> Dad didn't tell you. I'm like. Oh no! Here comes mom. How's she gonna re- How's she gonna react? Uh, oh and she, I just can't believe you did that. I can't believe you would send us the twenty fifth. We've told people it's the twenty fifth. So she's told some yeah. too. Oh yeah. So now, <laughs> now the every, mamas are mad. Oh, we got hands everywhere mad. Oh my I mean, goodness! It's corn on the ground. And, everybody's oh, pecking. No. He's like, what did everybody say? You know, he's just he's just grinning. <laughs> like, I what did everybody him. say? I love him. <laughs> and he's always like, gotcha. I, was, I, w- I said I I was mad for a couple of reasons. First of all, why the heck was I believing it was going to be the Thanksgiving week? Aren't they off on Thanksgiving you week? That's hook, line, and sinker. I don't Dad. know if they're off or not. I, I don't know. The I schedule. guess same reason why they believed that you were getting a new truck. Yeah. yeah. Well, came uh, on back on you. It, did it? it came on back on me. But he never and I and I appreciate appreciate this out of him. He never mentioned the truck prank. It never came up. He just said, oh, "Got you, Daniel." Go. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's really a day of pride. And, but he wanted to know. Give me everybody's reaction. It's almost like well, he yeah, enjoyed that, that even more. Oh, you, Speedy, you bought into that pretty hard. I mean, yeah, yeah well, it, it, we've it, seen it, you do that one time before. There we man, go. Yeah, you, you really fall. Well, there we fall, go. Again. You have a lot of trust in me. I, I ain't seen him that. Well, he's a trusting soul. He really is. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't seen him that food except by Megalodon that time. He thought it was real. <laughs> there he goes again. No, that, don't pull me in that. And he didn't either. Yeah, Both of you. you. Yeah, well, um, but here's the deal. So today, <laughs> JC wakes up, and you're trying to get him back, and he's not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And first thing I know is what are you trying to get out of at school? That's right, my right, first thing. Right. All right, because I had that earlier this morning. <laughs> of course, I was right. <laughs> but but he has been for the last five days. He's been fighting something, just drainage. It's got a little cough, but it's that weird thing. I got drainage, which is creating a slight cough, but I feel fine. It's mm-hmm. just annoying, and it's gotten him now. And so now he's having to go to the doctor and all this kind of stuff to make you know get a shot, whatever whatever he's doing. I'm like, see, this is what you get. 
November 25th to you. There you go. Huh? What a little bit of payback Look, right he, here. he got you straight up. I mean, he I, did. You just shake a man's hand then and say, yep. great job. Hey, but the joy in his <laughs> face. It's like he wanted to get everybody's reaction. Like, no, no, no. tell me what they were no, saying. No. So, have you got to get him back more now? Yeah. But see, this is why we have the Gunnersville Treaty. It never stops. I, I don't know. know what I don't know what to do, but I will get him. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can call it the Thanksgiving Treaty. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866 We Be Big is the number. And there's plenty of room for you to join us, no matter what the topic is. We all love the old phone troll. It's a lot of folks in here, and it's enjoyable to hear you guys bringing up topics and asking questions that, that you know you want to uh, you want answered. Uh, let's go to Kentucky. Matthew standing by. Trolling, trolling, trolling. The phone's a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Troll. Hello, Matthew. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good, how are you? Um, I just want to bring up the topic. What do y'all think about the election and the recount of uh, Matt Bevan and uh, Andy Bashir? I know you ain't from Kentucky, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't understand what you're yeah, saying. Rick, what, what he's talking about, we had a we had, Kentucky had an election for governor this week, Tuesday okay. night. Okay. Yeah. And the, the numbers are very close. The Democrat is in the lead, but it's a it's a fairly slim margin of like 5,000 votes. And the Republican uh, incumbent has asked for re-canvassing. In other words, they're going to go back and recount the votes. And I think, uh, you know, it's close. I think either candidate would have wanted that. And then after they do that, he'll... Have to decide what he does from there. So okay, so but this, it, it was a very close election. This explains the text I got from Ryan Greenwood at two o'clock yesterday. I had no idea who he was talking about, right? Because you know he lives in Kentucky. Right, now. right. He said, "Well, my first vote in Kentucky, and we lose governor." <laughs> huh. So, uh, and if you if you saw the map of the Kentucky states, uh, and this is a topic you're going to hear about. I know a lot of uh, election uh, people have been chiming in about this. There was just a few states right around Louisville that voted for the Democrat. The Republican carried, for as miles or, or map-wise, most of the state. Oh, you're talking about counties. You, you right. said there's states around Louisville. I'm sorry. Yeah, the yeah, counties. Yeah, counties, okay. The okay. counties right around. And uh, so there's this big talk now about the suburbanites. How are they re- uh, you know, relating to Trump? Is Trump hurting them, especially the females? Is he, has he lost that vote? Um but it's a very close election, and uh, all elections are local like that. So we'll see how it, it plays out. Well, but I, I think you'll get a recount today. Yeah. The the incumbent uh, Republican is claiming that, that his campaign have found election irregularities. Thus, they are asking for a complete uh, re-canvas. That would be go back and okay. not just a recount, oh, but, wow. but check them all that they were logged in the right way. Oh, well, you, you're not talking about a do-over. Uh, it's not a do-over, it's but it's a recheck. Do you remember in backyard sports? It's a double-check. You remember in backyard sports when they, oh, yeah. you would just you'd reach an impasse and yeah. you'd find somebody just yeah. scream do-over. Yeah, do-over. Yeah. Just do it over. Redo. <laughs> Third Redo. down again. <laughs> Bubba, I, I got to tell you, too, that was excellent interpreting. Boy, it really call. was. That was very well, was, yeah. that was very well done. Oh, did you like that? No, yeah. what he was saying. Well, we don't know I, if you're right because we don't know what they said. That was, <laughs> well, I mean, well done. Yeah. Well, I noticed it said something about an election. Well, so I'm going to assume that's what he was talking about. Yeah, I, I knew the topic, but it was funny because I had just, in the break, was reading a story about it, too. So well, that's helpful. It was fresh. Yeah. Uh, to Andrew, Panama City, Florida. Andrew, go right ahead. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all? Oh, fantastic. 
Yeah, good. Green Acres. Oh, working a little bit. Here we go. Yeah, go ahead. A lot going on. Hey. <laughs> there we go. So I was listening uh, the, a couple days ago to a couple of other talk show hosts, and they were talking about a uh, a gunman on the front house or the, the front lawn of the White House. I was just wanting to know if you guys had heard about it. No, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, you know, uh, I guess they were really making fun of the Secret Service uh, guy. He was, um, uh, I guess, just in the moment, yelled out Mickey Mouse by accident, um, and they were kind of trolling him on it. Apparently, um, he had a uh, gunman came out, the uh, Secret Service guy ran out, yelled out Mickey Mouse, but uh, was just... Con- Is that a, we're, we're trying I to have the energy. But guys, I can't have you on that. I'm that was a I, joke, he, he was repeating himself too much to get to the point. Guys, guys I'm looking at the clock. We're, we're five minutes early. This shouldn't yeah. be going on. Yeah, yeah that, that, should that, be that, that happened in I think the time March of 2018. I, I didn't know there was a new story about no, that. Is I that heard a joke? Is the Mickey Mouse part in the story? I'm looking. Uh, Scott in Indiana. <clears throat> Go ahead, Scott. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, I wanted to give you a little information on the Governor Bevin uh, race over in uh, Kentucky. What they what they want to try to tie that into is that uh, that the uh, the impeachment business has affected uh, the voters, but. Uh, overall, in Kentucky, it was a it was a landslide sweep for Republicans, and uh, he thinks that there's some irregularities there, and that he lost by about five thousand votes, and he's asked for a, a recan of last. Don't be mad with me. Well, I, I, I think a lot of like he said, Republicans won all the other yeah, that's what, positions, lost the the governor's race, and it's very close and a close um, one. So you know it's 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 fair to ask for that, and it'll it'll work itself out. All right, Greenwood, who's a new Kentuckian, he said the same thing. He said all the other offices the Republicans won, as y'all said, in, in, in high margins. But he said hearing the guy debate who lost, he said, I'm not surprised it was close. He, he didn't he didn't think he was all that sharp in the debate. Well, it, it, the GOP may not have had the strongest uh, candidate. He Greenwood, was the incumbent. Greenwood's out getting good updates on Kentucky. Yeah. He ain't been there long enough to know. <laughs> no, he acts like he knows. He don't know. He, he called Pete Buttigieg <laughs> <was> running. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> out of Huntsville, Jerry, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick, I need to hear a best moment impression on the Throw the Goat competition and the goat throwing the challenge flag for unnecessary roughness. Wait, what's that? Uh, on Beth Moe is doing Throw the Goat. Throw the Goat. I, I, I tell you what we need right here. Somebody get the goat. <laughs> it's time to throw the goat. Throw the goat. Ah, oh, there's a flag. Ah, yeah. oh, there's a flag on the place. Uh, I tell you what, that, uh, uh, that right there could have led to a touch. <laughs> get it back in or throw it a goat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good, though. Let's go to that. was a pretty good goat. Uh, What's the go- throne one sound like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stephen. Hey, <laughs> 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 I hope he didn't pull a quad. Uh, Stephen, go ahead. Yeah, that guy slaughtered my favorite joke, blah, blah, blah. The punchline is the Secret Service guy got excited and yelled Mickey Mouse when he meant to yell Donald Duck. Like Donald Trump that's, Duck? That's, that's a terrible, okay. terrible. Got it. Yeah. First of all, that's a bad joke. Second of all, that guy did a terrible job trying to tell it. Yeah. <laughs> he said Mickey Mouse, and, and then, then, then he said Mickey Mouse. He repeated that like three times. I don't, yeah, you know what? Seriously. It, I mean, if you're going to tell a bad joke, right. tell it well. Yeah, it, you know, you know what he did. He can't call back. He's banned. This would be like me getting, saying today, yeah, I'll meet you at the golf course. Have you done anything different, Rick? I haven't, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna play golf today. Exactly. You, you, you just, yeah. Rick, you're just not ready for that. You're not good at it, and you don't need to be. You'll look terrible swinging the club. 
I mean, you know, if it's a weak joke, it's all in. You got to tell it good. Greg, first yeah. of all, telling jokes, as you just said, well, is already a required giftedness. Mm-hmm. And then the joke has to be a good joke. And then not only does it have to be a good joke, you have to be able to tell a joke well. Yeah. Rick, you know why I don't tell y'all jokes? Yeah, I'm not a joke teller. You know why? Because I don't do it any. I don't do it well at all. Right. I used so to I don't. Love I stay joke. away from that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not. Not. I would like to tell y'all. Hey, would like to tell y'all plenty of jokes, but I can't do it well. Right. So right. I don't. I used to love a good tell a good joke. It's been so long. Tell me one, Greg. I don't know. Let me think. Now, Greg, I don't know any clean ones. Yes, we'll say. <laughs> not on this show. <laughs> not the good ones either. Hams, I think you're funny. You don't have to tell jokes to be funny. Well, no, that that's not the. That's completely different. Yeah, but look, I'm going to tell you what. There's very few people, in my opinion, that tell jokes well. Yeah. Would y'all rather hear a, a funny story or a straight-up joke? I'd rather hear a funny, funny story. story. Me too. I'm, I'm not a huge, <laughs> hey, let me tell you a joke I heard, guy. Are you? Really? Overall? I never get it right. I always mess it up. Top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. for being with us a brand new hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport thank you for being with us today speedy the real greg burgess helmsy all in the mix as we go forward uh hash brown hero rocking yet another ugly hat today uh is taking phone calls at 866 we be big we'll chat with you this hour uh, if you're just now joining us uh, and you're listening live uh, we did speak to donald trump jr Earlier on the program, if you got going to podcast archives, that'd be hour number two if you're counting the kickoff hour. Uh, and uh, he was uh, with us, so we talked about his new book, and we hear that he may be on the View later today. Which, wow, uh, he did mention Joey <laughs> Behar in the in the interview. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah, we also I didn't really realize he was scheduled to be on. There I anymore. know. We also talked to Coach Gene Chiswick. Uh, you can go back and grab that. Him breaking down the big college football game. Coming up this weekend, Alabama LSU. Uh, that was uh, also in hour number four of your podcast. Uh, if uh, you are counting the kickoff hour, which of course you would. Uh, and there's Bubba. You heard him speaking just a little bit there. And as we start another hour, so we got a couple of things to cover. Uh, we've got a, a lineup of stories. We'll just roll through in order and see how long they take. But the first one is, and Greg, you'll love this. Speedy said he was headed that way with the waffle because he wanted to try something new. Oh, uh, wait us, a minute. So, so tell us what happened. <laughs> Well, Rick, in Idaho, uh, a truck carrying syrup rolled over on an interstate. Oh, boy. The food-grade syrup spill caused a, by a truck rollover on the interstate drew hilarious responses online. Of course, the, uh, the ISP put out on their official account warning drivers about the accident 
and the fact that it was a sticky situation. Oh, don't say that. Stop <laughs> it. We need the joke guy to call in and read yeah. that. Greg sounds like one of you, Greg. And, Rick, then it was uh, <laughs> other comments online said, headed that way with pancakes, and I will bring the waffles. Well, can, and that was from Speedy. How about the – Okay, uh, buddy. Have you ever – and I know, Bubba, I won't even ask you. Let me ask these other people. Because I know the answer. Other people. I know. I know the. I know the answer over here. <laughs> Have you ever got syrup on you, and how hard it is? To oh go? yeah, it's terrible. It gets yeah. all over you. I mean, oh, can you imagine the mess that's being made? Wow. Can you I mean, imagine? I, I, can you, you imagine? You think you got extreme. it off, and then later yeah. in the day, it sticks to paper. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, uh, it gets on you, and it just multiplies. How about when it's on the counter when your kids won't clean up after you themselves, and you put your elbow down on it? And right. It's like, good night. And you can't get it off. No. Uh, how about this? I was. Uh, I had one time. You know, this is that unfortunate spot. You you go to your hands and you think you get it, and like one little yeah. spot gets uh-huh. on the inside, and you rub it on inside your of your wrist, wrist, and you don't know you have it. And yeah. I did this one, leaned back in my chair, and I was like, Oh, oh God, it's stuck in my head. And, yeah, I, and, I, and now my hair's, you know, it's in my oh, hair. Ah, Syrup night. is a problem, and to have that much of it spilled, I can't imagine the mess. You realize how many ants we're going to have now? No, mm. no, no. So so anyway, you know, and I know everything that we have has to be transported, so that shouldn't be a total shock. But it is just strange when you think about it that syrup is on Here. the highway. Yeah, syrup's on the move because you know usually, <laughs> and we've had these stories. There've been a thousand of them about the beer truck that turned over. You oh, know, sure. come out, and everybody's oh, yeah. coming out to get them some oh, free beer. Yeah, you know, sure. yeah. Greg. <laughs> I know what brand it is. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a utility brand, that's right. Greg, Greg headed toward it, Baptist running from it. <laughs> uh, so or running toward it with a bag on their head. <laughs> that's, really more, that's really more accurate. Have you ever seen the movie? Uh, dang it. Oh, I rubbing. forgot what it's called. Anyway, it's about, it's Greg, about Greg, I really, Greg, I really can't <laughs> reply to that. Greg, you took the floor. <laughs> Ready to rumble? Maybe it's about, it's about pro wrestling. It's a comedy. And they're driving in a sewage truck, and they dump it over and wreck, and they've got it blocked off, and a big truck uh, starts sliding, crashing into them, and it's got a bunch of toilet paper in it. (laughs) (laughs) The guy looks, he goes, hey, imagine the odds of that. (laughs) That's what you thought thought about. That's his mind to grab right there. (laughs) 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 We've got a few things going on in the world today. We just been saying we're talking about syrup. I know. <laughs> well, it's going to get funnier here, Greg. Here's a dog story. As you Scout heard the, intro. the dog. Scout the dog was filmed howling in his car's trunk in Washington. The golden retriever was given anesthetic uh, to to get a hematoma taken out. Look at a what? What? Uh, you know how people. <laughs> I want to get to this. Now look, you know he how had pe- surgery. You know how humans are when they they're on they're on these drugs, <laughs> and so they put the dog on the drugs. To get the, this thing that Bubba can't pronounce and I can't either off of the dog. So, like, people talk to you after their wisdom teeth are out. Listen, Please, listen. Look. The dog is doing the same thing. <laughs> Y'all. We love him. <laughs> look at He's high as a cut. Look, look, at his eyes. <laughs> look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. Oh. So, <laughs> listen to him howl again. Do you think people. Be quiet. Listen. <laughs> Sounds like us when breakfast ain't back. (laughs) (laughs) For some of you, this reminds you of college. Yeah. That is funny.
So. You, you know, there's something funny about a dog howling anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and just out of the blue, ours will howl for some reason. It just you know, oh, ain't nothing you like know, a howling dog. barks at you know at the doorbell and all that. But right. for some, every now and then, we'll just go to the window and howl for no reason. I'm like, well, what are you? Who are you signaling? <laughs> what, what, what's the plan? When they test the, the kind of we, the weather sirens at the house, they yeah. do it once a week. Oh, buddy, yeah. buddy will throw a head back and go with them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll howl at them. Well, I think the they, I think when they hear another dog howling, they like to howl I guess. and pass it along. <laughs> have know? you yeah. ever on that point of the sirens? If you'll mm-hmm. listen, and when you're there, you probably you probably have them. Oh, if I if, if I'm down at the farm and a siren goes off, the coyotes start oh, going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I tell you another thing. I tell you, you can just hear them go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was scared a little bit. Yeah. I was hunting like, wow, they're around me. a fire truck came by and they went nuts. They'll go nuts, yeah. won't they? Mm-hmm. That's right. You scared that me. Started crying. And Greg, uh, you know, sometimes. You shoot that when you, I need you to? Yeah. <laughs> I know it. But you have, walked up uh, on it. I got caught looking, Rick. There's jets that train in our area, military jets, and they'll come over low, and the whine of those engines will fire them up. By the time it gets over, you hear oh, you hear all the coyotes. You start howling. You're like, good <clears throat> night. Now they're around me. Yeah, they're <laughs> well, in my back pocket. Where's that? <laughs> there must be 30 of them. <laughs> I'm it'll it. take but about three to sound like there's 30, by the oh, way. Oh, they get to go in. When, look, when they walk, by dark, 30 when you're walking out. Ooh. I love how, how about that. When it get, how about when it gets dark and you can tell and you hope it's not one of your young deer, could be a rabbit, could and, and not some, one of them gets on something and they got a chance oh, yeah. and, they, and they get worked in that frenzy. Yeah. That's an unnerving sound. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they're saying let's let's get it down and let's all eat. It's an unnerving sound. <laughs> you look at those lights of whoever's picking you up. <laughs> well, well, you yeah, know buddy. the first thing. The first. Thing, the first I, don't, thing. <laughs> I don't like hearing that. I don't like hearing a bobcat doing that baby cry. Oh no. No. oh no! And I don't like a screech owl. It sounds like a pterodactyl. No, mm. I, I, none of those I like. No, I'm or when Gary act, makes some noise and scares yeah. me. I mean, hey, when I'm walking out of Wolf Hollow. Hey. You come, you come down here. There's things in Eastwood you just can't explain. <laughs> make a but grown the, man die from fright. Hey, make a grown man die of fright. So, but I was. Um, <laughs> but you start thinking to yourself when the coyotes go like that. I have to do this. This is me talking myself down. I have to know that I've never seen one documented case of coyotes attacking a human being and getting him down. I have to tell myself that Rick has never happened. <laughs> I tell you what, you're, and we've said this a thousand times. This is one of those things we all have them. If you bring this topic up, I'm gonna say this every time, and I'm, I acknowledge that I know that. It's me working through it. You really find so many more accounts. We got another one that was in the news yesterday. We didn't we didn't get to it. That really domesticated dogs, and I'm putting those in quotes. Yeah, they'll pack up and kill people more than coyotes will. Mm-hmm. We had a great Dane kill mm-hmm. somebody, didn't we? Oh yeah, pack. we have a headline on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, great, great they're, they're normally two not. of them. They're, yeah. usually, they're usually what, pretty docile. Yeah, but I mean, was that were they mad or did they just lay on them accidentally? Yeah, well, that's a good point. Good point. That's, that's a big yeah, it is. I mean, you, you almost need that. a saddle if you got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Here, puppy. Fifteen Got-o. minutes past the hour. We'll be back. More stories to cover this hour. We'll chat with you as well. Eight six six. We be big is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So we're back. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, and uh, we had a wacky world update for you. Look around. Every time, every time, every time, every time I look around, that wacky world, 
Well, Bubba, on a, a sad note, it appears that uh, someone's getting creepy at Walt Disney World, mm, and uh, I hate to use the term, I, I think you should old enough to know better, apparently the person who has uh, allegedly acted inappropriate is Brian Sherman, 51. Oh, Rick. Uh, they say that uh, Mr. <clears throat> Sherman and his wife, which, wow, that's interesting, uh, that they were at uh, Walt Disney World uh, on Saturday. Oh, and uh, they decided, uh, which sadly, ironically, they headed over to what they're calling the grotto area of the Magic <laughs> Kingdom. And what a sad irony this is! Now about wait to a be. minute, that's at the Playboy Mansion. Uh, no, this, this is uh, this is Magic Kingdom here. Hmm. And uh, so <coughs> the man, fifty-one, and his wife decided that they would have their pictures made with Disney characters. Uh, and sadly, uh, according to the allegations, <laughs> if they are true. Sherman and his wife sat on either side of a Disney World employee who was dressed as one of the many Disney Disney princesses. They are not specifying which princess it was. Okay. Uh, based on the information here, I'm leaning Jasmine. But anyway, uh, so um, so we'll we'll see what happened. Uh, said creepy <clears throat> creepy old Sherman. If if the allegations are true, yeah. there he is. Is that him? Oh, I'm leaning good, towards true, Rick. I'm Go starting. To, I'm starting to. I'm starting to side with Disney Princess. Uh-huh. I just saw his picture. Yep. yep. Uh, she says uh, she alleges what. Now keep your wife. His, his wife's on the other side of the Princess. Don't miss that. Golly. Uh, that uh, here's the report that was given to police that he placed his right arm around her shoulder, which made her uncomfortable to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, her coworker who was looking to the line to keep everybody in order, allegedly lowered the man's arm. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, jumping in to help. Uh, and and then or tried, told him he, he lowered his own arm, I'm sorry, uh, that he lowered it and then began <laughs> to touch the woman in an inappropriate place, uh, then was told uh, by the other cast members, hey, man, you need to pose a different way so you're not touching her. However, before moving the hand again, he placed his hand under the costume what? and uh, and touched her in an inappropriate place uh, with his right forefinger and thumb. But they said it was really – it, it was across the thin, skin-tight fabric. I guess she had something of a sports Mm-mm. bra kind of set up to cover herself, and he got inside the costume and, 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 and gripped the – Skin tight fabric that was between really him. A play play well, here. it's right here in the. It's Ooh, in the article here. Right. Wow, right. You know, isn't like it amazing? I feel like I'm there. How about this, Rick? You could just call it a groping and go <laughs> on with that. I think. Well, isn't it amazing how little journalists tell us details? But this one, they're going to tell us everything. But uh, so, uh, well, they did, Rick. You about drawing the picture? I mean, good night. So, law enforcement was called. <laughs> thumbs and yeah, uh, we got the everywhere. And, and, and the princess is crying, and uh, and <laughs> then and then. Um, they did say there was an attempt uh, for Goofy to punch him, but it, did, it went nowhere. But but no, the, they, uh, they 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 said obviously the woman was very upset, shaking and crying. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they immediately closed down the area where people get their pictures made with the Disney princess. Do it. Don't you know, fifty one years old.
Don't you know they see some things that are unbelievable? Oh, you know? somebody said he asked her who if she knew who his favorite magician was. Greg, I knew yeah. you were going to say that. I knew it was Coke. Uh, <laughs> That's one of my H- favorite ones. The H- fact that H. W. H. W. Bush was not—it's right. impossible for him to have been there. So right. we know <laughs> that's, that's not part of it. <laughs> they did say though that John Chris was standing by to consult. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, no, I didn't hey. say. You know, one of our that. former interns. Too soon. One of our former. I was to say it didn't say. That's not. That is not in the story. One of our former interns used to be uh, a princess at Disney, and I, I can only imagine. All Probably a tough gig. Yeah. I, I bet a lot of creepy people out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You yes. would think somebody draw a, a, the line at cartoon character, but they won't. No. Well, there's, no. there's, there's, well, cre- wait, 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 there's creepy people, but then there's also people that just don't know how to cull themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's like they're just inappropriate, and it's like nothing in you says not to do that. Yeah. Well, you keep, know what I mean? Well, keep in mind, this guy did this groping with his wife sitting on the other side of the princess. Yeah, don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Where did you see say picture? alcohol was involved? Is there anything in there? No, well, this look Disney. They, they, I get, they serve alcohol at Disney. No, I'm just saying you might have. They come do, on. but I think they do. Yeah. Don't, oh, do probably they? like glasses of in wine. Their, in their play yeah. where adults can go. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know that, that we want to mix adults drinking alcohol and, and cartoon characters. I, I'm, I'm just. Mm. I, think I believe if that guy right there walked up, I'd just pass. Go, well, we're not getting our picture made. Just look at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that real? That was like in fake photos. Look, that's they what did. they're showing. I, I don't know. It was like Nick Nolte. Remember when he had his? Yeah, yeah. His. They said Mickey Mouse was beside himself. <laughs> he couldn't get over it. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> this is supposed to be a magical place. <laughs> Who let this creep in here? Today was surprise day. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, there he is. He's great. <laughs> You're gonna have to deal with Goofy. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> what's Coach O doing down there? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was My gosh, it's underwater, man. <laughs> oh, wow, Tebow's in line, <laughs> and there comes Snoopy. There's Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Mowins. Everybody's there. Hey, today's surprise day. <laughs> all right, what's Vicky so, doing here? Uh, let's go to all right. Uh, another story out of Wacky World. Oh, Bubba, what? Mm. elderly man fell to his death. Hey now. Uh, this is in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, Bubba. Have you oh, ever heard of these? That's a bad one there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slipping oh, yeah. down a lava tube. You I've heard never heard of a lava tube. I've never heard of it. Caved in in his yard. Yeah. Bubba. The whole, it's the like whole. a sinkhole. Yeah. yeah, but basically, instead of like an underground stream, you got underground lava going. No. Yeah, but this one was, there was no lava in it, right? It was just an empty tube, but it says it can, lava can travel down it. But you, he hit that tube and went sliding. They couldn't find him, and all of a sudden somebody said, hey, let's look down the lava tube. No, you got to be kidding. Just said he plummeted down a lava tube. and uh, There it is. There. Oh, look at that. Look yeah, at that not, lava tube. Look at that tube. I mean, set, so basically it is. It's like a Hawaiian version of a sinkhole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hey, it. The whole Hawaiian islands. I mean, it's all no, from, yeah. you know, volcanic activity. You got all kind of stuff like they that. They said well, after they uh, <laughs> sadly uncovered his body, they did find President Obama's birth certificate. There you go. Come on. Right. Well, it was under there. There's a couple this segment. <laughs> we got flags there. everywhere. Wait, the fire one. department pulled the man's body out. It was 22 feet Good below the ground. Good night. Well, you, nobody can even hear help me on that. No. You know, I mean, I mean well, well, probably if you fell that far, you never, you don't, yeah, yell, you don't, you don't yell anything. Do you say 22 feet? Yeah. That's, oh, what it says. That's, that's not that bad. Two basketball goes plus two. That's, that's, all, that's the way my mind was working that's on. That's a long fall, way, though. That's a pretty good fall, though. Depending on where how you land. Yeah. Elderly man. It's a long way to get you out Did of he too. slide like it was a slide or is it a straight drop? I, I, you know, he must he must have. 
because I, w- I couldn't have fallen in it head first. I thought head injury maybe, but he had to go through feet yeah. first because he fell through a hole, right? Whole, it, may be a, it, it may be like a whole big tube, like oh, a room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good night. Those lava tubes get pretty big. Because yeah. <laughs> you know what happens if you drop your keys in hot lava, don't you, Rick? Hey, baby, they're gone. Absolutely. <laughs> How about if your granddad falls through a lava tube? Hey, baby, he's gone. Yep. Bottom of the hour. It was out in his yard, too. I said, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be back. Your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Let me, hey, are you needing to make a hire? I got, let me point you here to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Hiring the right person takes time. Time that you often just don't have. Uh, but you shouldn't let a time crunch get in the way of finding the right candidates for your business. That's why LinkedIn.com slash Bubba is the best place to post your job. Uh, LinkedIn job screens candidates with those hard and soft skills that you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability, and more. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba looks beyond the work skills and connects you with candidates who match your business perfectly. Uh, they see, they, they'll go ahead and work on whether this is a good match or not. You don't have to deal with that. So make sure that your job post gets in front of the people that you actually would desire to hire. In other words, people with the skills, the qualifications, and other insights that help LinkedIn paint a better picture of potential candidates for you. It's no wonder that they get somebody hired every eight seconds on LinkedIn. So let's go ahead and post it there. Now uh, go to linkedin.com slash Bubba. The first $50 is on them. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com. You'll find that under the sponsors button. Oh, my good Bubba. There it is. Uh, what? Meat is in play, Mr. Bussey. Uh, we, of course, have opportunities for you to win meat uh, from HarryandDavid.com, 1-800-Flowers.com is there, Moultrie is on the wheel, Rick and Bubba Prize is on the wheel, Blaze TV, Buzzbox Coffee, but also the wheel has potential pitfalls that may get us a no-winner. Uh, now, I will say this. This was brought up, Bubba. Do you desire to spin the wheel? You never have. Uh, I did one time. Did you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, but I'll be glad to do it again. I mean, if you'd it, like for me it, to. It was that. And well, if you not, want a bunch of winners, that's and, fine. And uh, if, if he, yeah, <laughs> do you, do yeah, you want to spin the wheel? I can be the wheel. Uh, all, right, yeah. all right, let's go. Bubba is yeah. going to spin the wheel. Here you go. Yeah. Bubba. 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 Oh, my goodness. Let me get that mic off. Greg's got the drums cranked up over there. All right, so you must say to Bubba, wow, what a will, in order for him to spin. He's loosening up. Tommy is out of the great state of Texas. Tommy, what do you say to Bill Bubba Bussy? Wow, what a will. Let it rip, Bubba. Watch it growing. A good, smooth spin. How was the growing? No problem with the growing, Bubba? Feeling good? All good. All good. All All right, let's see, Tommy. See what kind of... Spin we get for old Tommy from Texas. Tommy Two-Tone from Texas. All right, good spin, Bubba. Let's see where it lands. Here we go. Yeah! T-shirt! 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 Where? 
Easy, Bubba. Easy. I love it, Bubba. Let it rip. I mean, I don't mean the growing, but just let it, let it rip. Tommy, do you have a Ricky Bubba T-shirt that you already know you want? Yes, sir. Oh, which one are you gonna get? Uh, the Jesus. Oh, Jesus loves you, and I'm trying. That's a good one. All right, we're putting you on hold. We'll get that for you. All we need is a size and a color, and we'll ship it right to you. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks for watching Rick and Bubba Show. You a tuber? Tubing. I'm, I got you. All right. It's all right. I was just asking, Speedy, you're fine. Uh, Jim, <laughs> out of Birmingham, Alabama, he's got us on 104.7 WZZK. Jim, what do you say to Bubba? Wow, what a wheel. And rip! Wow. And Jimmy. Jimmy, watch that baby go. Look at Bubba. He's got a good smooth spin going today. I like the rotation. He's warming his hands off the fire that's coming off the wheel. Let's see, Jim. Jim. Uh-oh. Oh, talk to me. Stay. Yeah! Blaze TV! Blaze TV! All right, congratulations, Jimmy. Are you already a subscriber to Blaze TV? I am not. Well, you are now. Uh, we put you on hold, all the great programming that is only Blaze, including... An hour of the Rick and Bubba show every day. So on hold you go, and Blaze TV will send you your membership. Let's go to the great state of Mississippi where Colt is standing by. Colt, how are you today? All right. How about y'all? Yeah, what do you say to Bubba? Come on, Bubba. Wow, what a wheel. Hey, yeah! Oh, my goodness. Oh, that baby like he eats hard. Woo! All right, so here we go. Chubby Bear loves it. Hand the truth. Thumbs up. How about Christmas Pig? He's back in season. He's almost in season. All smiles. Uh, all smiles up there, Bubba. Great spin. Let's see where this one lands. Colt. Yeah. Flowers. 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 Smell it. <laughs> Colt, do you want two dozen multicolored roses or two dozen red roses? I reckon I'll get multicolored. Multicolored it is. Got a little got a little sass to you. We'll put you on hold. Tell us where you want a one eight hundred flowers to send that. Uh let's go to Robert out of Starkville, Mississippi. Robert, how you doing? Doing good. Bubba? And I'm a tubing. Oh, well now he called it that time, Speedy. I'm sorry. I mean that that was a full blown call right I think there. You need to go see Greg. They called it. Before I spin this, are you tired of winning yet? Robert, what do you say to Bubba? Wow, what a win. The winning continues. And turns it loose. It's kind of fun to spin it. All right, here it goes. Let's see what happens. Let's see if the winning can continue. Bubba is spinning the wheel. The pinball machine from the Beatles pinball machine's loving it. Lights. We got one. Uh, let's see. Winner, winner. Yeah. yeah. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. More flowers it is. Two dozen red roses for you, Robert. And all you need to do is tell us where you want them sent, and 1-800-Flowers will take care of it, Okay. Thank you very much. No, thank you, Robert. Thanks for watching the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Bubba, we continue. Uh, we stay in Starville, Mississippi, and we roll our way over to Judith. Judith is standing by. Judith, how are you doing today? 
Morning, guys. I'm great. How are y'all? Oh, well, fantastic. Uh, what do you say to Bubba? Well, what do we? Come on, Bubba. Crow hop. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And there he goes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me tell you, Judith. That baby, look at Big Boy. He even changed his expression. Right, we'll go, see. Bubba, go. Go, Bubba. It's been nothing but wind so far. Let's see. Here it comes. Come on around, Big Wheel. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Please, a yes. spatula. Yes, yes. Yeah! Spatula! 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 Flip it! Judith, you get yourself a Rick and Bubba spatula. It is a very sought-after gift. And uh, that baby is going to be shipped to you, so you can check out somehow on the Christmas list. Because that is awesome. My uh, husband's going to love it. Yes, he is. I mean, you might want you want to give it to him now. Or you want to wait till Christmas. I mean, you, you'll make that. Oh, it'll be Christmas. All right, we'll put you on hold. Okay, yeah. Judah, thanks for supporting Thank you. Rick and Bubba. We like listen to ninety six one there. All right, we I think we can get one more in. One more. In. Tired of winning? Yeah, I never get tired of it, Bubba. I love winning. I, I can never be sick of it. Angela in Missouri. Angela, how are you doing? Doing good. Angela, how do you get the Rick and Bubba show? Uh, tubing. Oh, you're tubing as well. All right, so uh, what do you say to Bubba? Wow, what a will. And yes! Here comes our final spin. Here comes our final spin. Can Angela make it a perfect spin today? Let's see. Come on, Bubba. It could be, it could be nothing but winners. You tired of winning, Angela? No. All right, let's see what happens here. Here. Come on. Goodness. Winning, 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 winning. Oh, flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. And uh, the winning right. continues. You got uh, two dozen red roses or two dozen multicolored roses? Multicolored. Multicolored it is. We put you on hold, and uh, we'll ship that right to you, okay? All right. Thank Th- you, Bubba. Thanks for supporting the program. Bubba, all winners today. Well done. Let's give it up for Bill Bubba Bussy. That is. Hey, everybody tired of winning? Uh, let's see. Let me go. One, two. I th- uh, six, Rick. Six. six in a row. Woo! No, seven in a row. Seven in a row. Lucky number seven. No, we might have missed one. You're right. Six row down six. Now you hope there's no. I'll tell you why it's six. You're right. You're right about that. One of the lines went away, and I went to the next line because it hung up accidentally. All right, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Thanks for being with us. Congratulations to all of our winners and the wonderful Will of Me. I, 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 I want you to listen to this. Six in a row. You're six in a row, man. Y'all tired of winning? Yeah, well, everybody's tired of it. Six let, for six. Let, let, let me, <laughs> I, I'm going to go back. Hey, this will be hard to queue up. Let me see. No Henry the Horse, though. Yeah, well, I, mean, I know. It, it didn't come up. Just, it, it didn't hit. Well, the listeners won. Happen. You know, we, we fell a little short, maybe, but uh, I wanted the listeners to win. I hear you. That's right. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Hey, Bradley. Bradley Martin. Bradley, where you at? Where you at? Where Bradley at? Uh, Bradley Martin here. Beth Harris. Beth. There she is. Uh, Pensacola, Florida in the house. Jim Harris is here as well. Uh, Larry Busby is here. Buzz. Uh, happy birthday, Don Martin. Happy birthday, baby. I'm at Michael Wilkes. Mikey, what's going on, brother? Glad you're here today. Bob Ashworth also spending time with us, returning home after being sent out to California 
Take a deep breath, buddy. It's good to be back home. Yeah, he's uh, some boy. Uh, everybody, he's take, glad to have the lights. Yes, <laughs> everybody gets a, a found a Buzzbox coffee today and a Rick and Bubba double CD. So glad you guys are in the audience. But Greg, I was I was listening to this. So last night, you know, Greg and I love Access TV. Oh yeah. And uh, so last night uh, for me, it, it was good because they had Tom Petty live in concert for a couple hours. Oh yeah. Right into. Uh, whatever that show it is where they take classic albums and they bring everybody back to the studio oh, yeah, and show you how they record and they it. do interviews. And this was during, what about when they pull the tracks in and out? No, they did all that, like what that. you need to see, which, le- which leads me to this. <laughs> Bubba, you're going to love this. This is, this is such a Bubba fact. So, so they have, you know, this is when Tom Petty was still alive when they taped this, obviously, because yeah. he was there. But, uh, yeah, so, so they're interviewing all of them about this. And this was a very pivotal album because of the fact that he got out of the bad artist contracts and how all that worked. And, and how they actually, on paper, declared Tom Petty bankrupt, and that's how he got out of the deal because the government allowed you to have a do-over. Right now, he really wasn't bankrupt per se, but he, um, but legally he right, was right. because what happened was a guy was funding the album in the studio time that believed in them and wanted to get them, and uh, and so it showed that Tom Petty had completely run out of money, but yet there was money coming in to fund the studio from somewhere else. But it. it um, it was very that part was very interesting, but on this point, so this is a very popular song. Don't do me like that. Yeah. So they were talking about when they recorded this, and this guy sounds like a character. As a matter of fact, Tom Petty said, "I never figured out what this guy did, but he was always kind of hanging around in the hall." He said <laughs> at the studio, he was always out in the hall, and and he goes, what? and they all started laughing and doubt that was typical. He said, "I know he's like a, he's a musician of some kind, but who I guess they bring it on sessions." But he said he seemed to always be right out in the hall. So they're doing "Don't Do Me Like That" and trying to get the drums like they want it whatever and so think of this he said they look out in the hall and there's a guy standing there i forget his name and he's got one of those little maraca things yeah and they're shaker type things and he said just deadpan tell what your song's missing this is right here and they all just started laughing or whatever he goes no he said that's what's missing it's missing that right there he said he said it's so deadpan and then even tom petty looks around about camera goes did he actually play it and they were he was like oh yeah we brought him in and put him on the mic listen see if you can hear when it starts going in, you can hear the little shaker will start here in just a minute on top of the drums right here. Here you go. And it's just it's just barely in there. And he said that added to, added to the hi-hat, just this little bitty. You could barely hear it in the shaker, but they pulled it up on there, and you could actually hear it yeah. on the uh, – on the actual, and they, they pulled everything down. It, you, it, it's, hey, it's in there, but it is faint. But here's yeah. what was so odd about it: they would take it out and let you hear it, and then put it back. You could tell the difference, and you would realize, oh wow, that really. Uh, this Axis TV that you love. Oh yeah. It, how do you how do you spell it? Is it A A X S? Oh, it's I S. Yeah. A X I S. I thought it was A X S. Is it S? A X S. It is. I'm sorry. A X S. Access. Mark Cuban owns it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got, one of the first high def channels. I remember when. But, they, but what's weird about it? It, it really, it really is programmed, Bubba. Do you remember when we tried to save music radio with the runk format? Yes. Where you yes. combine rock and funk, and uh, and thankfully some of the stations are, 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 did do it. Meaning, what if you just had a channel that you really just played whatever you felt like playing, and you didn't get into some <laughs> format? 
Well, they, that's what this channel is. You'll be thinking, well, this is all about music, and it mainly is, and then all of a sudden they'll just have a movie on. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden there'll be some movie that Cuban or somebody likes on there. And it's they have a, a thing where they just show movie trailers. Yeah, they have one thing called Nothing But Trailers, and you just sit there and watch movie trailers all day, one after another. You know, I like mm. that. I get on the Apple TV and do that sometimes. Yeah. I'll, I'll kill hours just watching trailers, seeing mm. what I might want to watch. But anyway, yeah. they, they some of their original program is pretty good. The Sammy Hagar when he goes around. I yeah. want to see Brian Johnson. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. No, they, they, I haven't they, seen it yet. I saw it. I've they seen that. Describe, I've seen him with Joe Walsh, and also yeah. saw him with Sting. Okay. They describe themselves as a general entertainment cable television network de- dedicated to providing the best in music programming, select concerts, and in-depth interviews. Yeah. If they would just bring back Rock of Love, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> now, Greg, the, the interview with Dan Rather is odd because— Poor Dan. It, 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 well, just this is classic Access TV. So he interviews music people, and you think, well, that's it. Well, next week he's interviewing Bob Costas. Really? Yeah. And it looks like an interesting story. Bob Costas says he, they don't, you know, it's, it's a teaser, which it worked. Well, people it, don't know he used to play in the Eagles. No, well, that's what I didn't get. No. <laughs> but in this interview, undoubtedly he popped off to somebody on an airplane trying to be a smart aleck. And and it's probably somebody we know because he, he said he said I made the comic to him, Hey Blondie, don't worry, I'll teach you to read. And he said and he looks at Dan Ray, he goes, Which was the wrong thing to do? And he describes being grabbed and slung around the plane. Oh, wow. And then when it goes away promoting next week's interview, it says then he reached in the overhead and pulled a hacksaw out. And uh he, undoubtedly he popped off to the wrong person. Good who, night. Who, so but the the it's it's a, it's an odd it's an odd programming, but it's kind of cool. But it's mainly music. You know, I remember when he launched this. It was HDNet when it first started. We still got that. Oh, so he's got two different channels. He's got they two. said they that they rebranded it uh, as Access TV when he sold part of it and uh, to some entertainment group, Creative okay. Artist Agency, and Ryan Seacrest, with Cuban retaining majority control. Okay, because what he has, he has something called Axis, and then there's another channel that he has, too, that's called HD something, and it just shows movies. Right. It's nothing but movies. Well, when HDNet first came on, they were one of the first, like I said, high-def channels, and they would just show anything, but it was it was interesting because you didn't have that many channels then. You went, ooh, that's sharp. Well, it's so interesting, especially if you're like Greg and I and you're interested in music because there's so many things, these little, just like that, that, that some guy standing out in the hall with a, shade, with, with, with a Morocco and says, I tell you what that thing needs. And you, and you know, the, and and the fact that uh, the the things you find out about albums, people played on them, you didn't know played on them, and uh, it's it's really really interesting yeah. how, how these things come together. Yeah. Like one point that I love, and Tom Petty said this, he's he's putting up this this one lick guitar lick, you know, Mike Campbell, which they all agree is one of the most underrated oh, yeah. guitar players ever because he did because he doesn't need attention. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's they said he's just one of those guys that just blends in as a good band member, but he's actually without him, you it would that would be the end of the sound. So, but Tom Petty's so funny. Look, they brought it up, and he's sitting there. And he's got old Jimmy Levine, who did he Levine. did he did down the torpedoes and did Refugee, yeah. and claims he mixed the perfect radio song. They would not leave till Refugee was sounds perfect on the radio. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he pots it up, and it's this really cool guitar lick. And Tom Petty goes, "You see, man, see, you, you if you're not from the south, you can't play that." <laughs> he goes, "I mean, that's only available to people from the south <laughs> to be able to play that lick right there." <laughs> and little, little little things like that. You think well, there's something something about the culture. Yeah, and I, uh, I know it already been on. 
Sorry, well, Greg, you look a little disappointed. You do. You feel left out. Should wow. I, I saw the previews and I was going Should on. I have texted you last night and said, hey, by the way, it's yeah, on? The good news <laughs> is they'll play it 10 more times. Oh, yeah. It'll be on a, a thousand times. Yeah. But uh, hey, here, you need some. Little man's down. Any, you got any tissue over there, But let me tell you this. When they, but when they get <laughs> in the, okay? when they get the original <laughs> tapes out and they get in the studio <laughs> and they just say, let's get it all and out. what's the name of that show? Um. What's something classic? Classic albums. albums. Oh, and they yeah. feature. So they take the master reels yeah. back yes. out where you can put everything yeah. in, and they out. pull the faders up and down. Hey, have you ever heard some of those? And I, I heard one of them with Madonna singing. Have you ever seen that where you hear just her? Pretty no, bad, I'm sure. It's different. It's very different. Well, really, anybody. Unless yeah, just, yeah. You know. And then you know what? I you know where the the chorus, even the losers, comes from. He was just making noise, and finally in one round, he just said, "Even the losers." And everybody went, "Oh, that sounds good." (laughs) 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 Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.